Blog Talk Radio.
God. I lost so many kids. And Lord knows I tried. Been a witness to homicide. Drive by, taking lives, little kids die. Wonder why as I walk by. Broken hearted as I glance at the chalk line, getting high. This ain't the life for me. I wanna change, but ain't no future right for me. I'm stuck in the game. I'm trapped inside a maze. See the tang of ray influence me to getting crazy. This illusion lately. I've been really wanting babies, so I can see a part of me that wasn't always shady. Don't trust my lady, cause she's a product of this poison. I'm hearing noises. Think she's sitting on my boys. Can't take no more. I'm falling to the floor. Begging for the Lord to let me into heaven's door. Shed so many tears. Lord, I lost so many tears, it's just so many tears.
and rising and better love. You are listening to the Truth to Power show with Thomas Tugmo Smith and Brother L.A. Ramon. Uh, how are you doing, Thomas? You got your mute on? Oops, I certainly did. I'm sorry. I'm saying L.A. will be joining us soon. He's just got home yeah, from work. Yeah, he's. Uh, he's he's here. I think this is him. Oh, now. okay. Let's see. Yeah. Uh, L.A. Is this you? Yes. Yes. Hey, Anki Bass. What's good? Good. Good. Good to have you back. Thanks for joining. I, mean, us. I don't never go too far from home. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just building us another foundation. Yeah, Ramona got me on damn Twitter, bruv. I, I had got downloaded it. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I don't know what, what to do with it. I was just like, okay, I sent the message, you know, but that is interesting. Um, but okay. yeah, yeah, Ramona got me on Twitter, man. Um, hey, so how's everybody doing, man? It's cold and... We call it in New York. We call it this brick ass cold outside, man. It's cold. Yeah, and the aliens or whatever the immigrants, they they still out in the cold there. Oh, you know they got them fully equipped. Man. They got goose down. They got boots. Oh, okay. They got gloves, uh, okay. hats. You know, yeah, they the the Red Cross and all the charity organizations definitely taking care of them. Okay. That's for sure. Yep. Well, what's right. going on well, in your neck of the woods, I'm going to step back and listen uh, to you. And uh, well, um, I did see that this this lady, she's a, a, a African American black. Uh, she's a Running well, she's the head of some of the Republican Party, and they trying to kick her out because she's not following policies. So that's all I saw. I haven't oh, really wow. just okay. re- re- looked into it, but yeah, yeah. I only thing I saw from political perspective is um, what's the guy, the black guy from South Carolina, the black um. Republican senator. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh man, ballhead brother. Um, but this dude, he's endorsing Trump tonight. That that, and okay. I, everyone's saying that he'll probably be on the short list of the VP to try to get some of the black vote. You know, even though black people don't really mess with this dude type. Well, you don't want to talk about Ramon. Talking about Jamal. Um... No, no, not Jamal. He got a simple name, man. Like Thomas Smith. He got like a, he got like a, like oh, oh, Tim Scott. That's his name. Tim Scott. Oh yeah, him. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they, they talking about him because he's um he's from South Carolina, but he's um endorsing Trump over the Haley chick, who put him on. So this is Mm -hmm. him trying to get into that VP spot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, he he had endorsed Trump last time. Oh, yeah, yeah. He was on. He worked with Trump last time. He was one of his people. Yeah. They had a good relationship. Yeah. But um, 
it's nobody gonna beat this dude. Like he went Iowa too easy. And then yeah. New Hampshire, I don't see them beating him in New Hampshire, even though they're trying to have a bunch of Democrats vote as Republicans against so they can try to run up the votes for somebody else. But I just don't see him losing any um anywhere but probably New York, California, um, um, Colorado, like those real liberals. You know, you know why they did that, Thomas, in Colorado? Colorado is not a blue state, unbeknownst to most people. Matter of fact, we had a issue going on about uh, maybe about 15, 20 years ago where mm-hmm. it was a serious movement, too. Uh, one half of Colorado wanted to separate from the other half because of what y'all are talking about right now. They actually literally had a uh, a, a lot. They were lobbying to separate Colorado into two portions, basically North Colorado and Southern Colorado. Um, most people in Colorado, for the in the Southern Hemisphere of Colorado, are really uh, more red based, uh, but mm. because Denver is used a lot to try to describe the, the entirety of, of Colorado. It makes people think that we're a blue state. But the reality yeah. of the culture here is really a red state here. It, it's a big-time red red group, you know, that's here. So that's one of the reasons why they had to do that. And Jenna Griswold, our Secretary of State, is right now under a lot of heat because of some filings that, I'm not going to try to speak on it in depth right now. I'll get the information for y'all another day. But she has something to do with some filings that ultimately, you know, put some of the, the some of the Trump ballot uh, removal thing into mm. into action. So she's she's in some trouble right now. The the Colorado Secretary General, to the point she didn't receive so many death threats. You know, she basically had to they they basically had to put like double the security on her. So. Um, wow. I know a lot of people. Yeah, Colorado ain't as blue as they try to promote on TV. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I wasn't saying that they were gonna be blue. I was saying that they're not gonna vote for Trump in the primary. I think that one of the, they'll they'll pick one of the, the other candidates that are running against him, not Biden. I'm talking about the other Republicans. You know, uh, the dude from Florida or the or the chick Haley, because they. Those are those, like, the Republicans here, they think they're very liberal Republicans. They think that Trump's bad for the brand, and you know what I'm saying? That's what I think. But maybe you know more about Colorado than me. I ain't never been. <laughs> well, somebody, no, what you said is true. And somebody in the mm-hmm. chat room said New York is going to go red because of, you know, all the uh, immigrants that's there. If they let them y'all vote. think uh no Thomas, you, do you, what, you, them, what you think mm-hmm. no go ahead babe i'm sorry no you go ahead no i was just saying they saying that it's gonna go trump because you know oh no of what's going mm-hmm. on in new york not new york so not new york no mm-hmm. you don't think so okay no nah, he's gonna he'll, he'll he'll get slaughtered he'll lose like 70 70 to 30 in New York in the, in the election. They're going to go Democrat. Okay. Yeah, they they don't care. Oh, this, okay. is, this is Wall Street. <laughs> they're going to let them live, they say, man. 
They say it's a lot of uh, Jews in the tunnel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, them Jews in the tunnel. They're going to be voting for the um, Democrats, too. Especially the city Jews. What you think about Atlanta? You think Atlanta going to flip? Georgia? I don't know about Atlanta. Yeah. Atlanta got or Georgia, I mean, Georgia as a whole. Yeah, you think they're oh, going to flip? Yeah. I was shocked that Georgia flipped last time because Georgia's usually a red state. And then it flipped blue. And that's why he was saying, uh-huh. yo, I need you to find me some more votes. So I think it's going to go back red. I don't think it. I, was, yeah, I think I that it only went blue because they cheated. Like, how yeah. does state that's always red just turn out to go blue with just enough votes for this dude to win? Like, just too, nah, I don't, you know. And then we saw the chicks pulling the ballots from under the, the, the tables and stuff. And then uh, Giuliani lost to them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, damn, I saw y'all cheating, man. How y'all gonna tell me y'all wasn't cheating? I saw it on TV. I, think, I was pulling ballots out and running them through the machines after everyone else left. You know what I'm saying? Go ahead, bro. You know what I think is going to help it flip back over is the stuff with Fannie Willis. Oh, yeah, yeah. Man, if you, if you get a chance one day, could just go through the timelines. Could just come on my timeline on Twitter and see how what the people are really having, the 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 lash back that they're having on Fannie Willis, you know what I'm saying? Because what she did was set the tone that it's okay for her to uh, uh, prosecute potential uh, criminals, let's just say, slim, uh, what's his name, Young Thug? You know, Young he's the Thug, one handling yeah. that whole RICO. Yeah, <laughs> she's the one handling that whole RICO case. And she was the I'm one with, that was pushing I'm so with. hard. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, I was just going to mention that, you know, she was, well, I know you know that, you know, she was one of the ones suing Trump and, you know what I'm saying, bringing mm-hmm. up all the hoopla that she was and, and can on. And when all these people from them areas, you know, now that they've had a chance to see her, come, well, you know, they they hit her with some RICO charges, right? Yeah, I saw that today. Yeah, they're going after her. Yeah, this, um, they're going the after her she... big time. Her side dude is, is is she paying him all the money to take care of the Trump case? You know what I'm saying? But um, I didn't like that young thug thing, man. Even though, hey, if y'all was if y'all could have went to a regular route, the regular route, charged him in court on so on these murders and drugs, that's one thing. But to come up with a Rico for a rapper, and you with a Rico case is like. They could say anything. It's so vague. You know what I'm saying? It's made, it's made to get the mob bosses. So he's the boss. You'll never get the boss. But, you know, you got to prove that all these people are working with him in conjunction to have a criminal organization, which is impossible, really. I mean, we could just be friends. You know what I'm saying? But so I feel bad for Young Thug, man. I see he done put on about 200 Hey, you ain't even supposed to be picking up weight in jail. So how the hell is that happening? <laughs> According to everybody else's assessment of going to jail, it's like how the hell are you gaining weight while you're supposed to be losing weight. Um, I think she screwed herself bad with the RICO charges against her. That right there, to me, sealed her whole fate. It will. She won't have a second chance to to prove herself because you're, you're prosecuting somebody under the very thing. Now you're going to get prosecuted. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? 
which turns yeah. all this attention towards unwanted attention. This is what I discovered. The it was it was unwanted attention towards Trump. Now all of a sudden, all these people are claiming that they're getting ready to ride with Trump on this. Mm-hmm. I mean, so many people. people man, if you go in them spaces mm-hmm. on Twitter and start listening to all these people, and I'm talking of every nationality. If Trump don't win, I, I'm. This is one of them times I probably would say we might actually see some some civil up unrest. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm like, it's so many people, people that even said they was liberals. I mean, um, libertarians, who's you know mm-hmm. have decided you know what this time around you know it's not going to be that you know that that Bernie Sanders that come out of nowhere, you know what I'm saying? We ain't rolling with that. So they already decided there ain't going to be no third choice for them. Everybody's voting for the... And someone in the chat room say in Illinois, they even voting to uh, get rid of, uh, to remove Biden. You know that's a liberal state. But the, the Illinois is turning uh, red. Yeah, that's you know it's it's this is a tricky one, man. Because I I personally think he's gonna win about forty states. Like unless if they don't cheat, I felt like he would have won about close to forty states the last time. Then they just stopped it. And I'm like, what? How they did. did. Stop? But they did not well, you know the reason why Elon. Time. Go ahead. You you know the reason why Elon claimed he bought Twitter, right? Was no, it, the it, last it, election? What they did was wrong, man. How they well, how what they, they um, did before curtailed the information. Go ahead. No, go ahead, man. Well, pretty much what you said when uh, Twitter was still under Jack Dorsey. Remember during the last uh, election, mm-hmm. Elon said Jack Dorsey them was everybody that they had on the staff of Twitter was literally lobbyist or some type of uh let's just say some type of uh, agency associated directly from everybody to chuck schumer to nancy pelosi i mean damn near everybody that was on twitter that was running it you know what i'm saying that was actually doing you know building the platform up so when elon came in one of our spaces one one probably about six months ago and spoke on why he actually bought Twitter. He said during that week he had fired like almost 60% of of Twitter staff. Did you know that? Yeah, he purged them. They called it the purge. He said said the entire staff was nothing more than DNC members or people that you know literally was directly associated with the presidency or some some form of the president administration for biden or some group you know i'm saying that lobbies on behalf of that so he said one of his main reasons for doing that is because when the votes was going through at that time when jack dorsey still had ownership of it they knew what was going on but they would censor out anybody i don't care if you just went on there and said Hey man, they cheated and didn't even have no evidence. <laughs> you got your whole account snatched from you. So there was people on there with like four, five hundred thousand followers. You know what I'm saying? So this 
this was a real big uh this was a real big job bro they they went in there and basically just put a whole complete censorship on anybody that said anything about that back or anything about that damn um that last uh uh presidential election so that's one of the reasons Elon mm-hmm. said he came and bought bought the company because he felt like Twitter was the only last place we was going to have that would be able to allow people to just speak freely without all the censorship. Now, I don't trust him like that, but, hey, so far it's working out to be somewhat, you know, of what he said his mission was going to be. But I think um, this is going to be an interesting presidency. I ain't got my money on nobody on this one. I just got to be honest. It's just going to be a good time to watch. I know that. You know what I'm saying? Because there's people actually saying Trump should, even big Trump, uh, uh, you know, fans and, you know, supporters, they even saying this is probably one where Trump probably should just, you know, kind of pull out on this one. You know what I'm saying? Why they, you know, they got their reasons. I could give you a million. <clears throat> but this is going to be an interesting election to see because a lot of that, that flow and them voters are going to pass through these platforms like Twitter where at, at this point in time, now you're going to see people in real time actually showing what's going on. It's going to be a bit hard for the liberals to pull off what they did last time. And remember last time, if anyone mentioned Hunter Biden's laptop, you got for Twitter, even though they came out later and said, yeah, this we knew all the time that this was a real story. So why would you say it was take people off of Twitter and Facebook and stuff for putting that story out there if it was true the whole time? But that's cheating, you know what I'm saying? But what can you do, man? What Trump's story is, right? This is the classic uh, Hey Wu story, horror story, man. The Osiris story. He's he's been cut into fourteen pieces, man. He's been he's been totally denigrated, you know. And, and people saw him go from being the the king to just being ripped apart, and now they're seeing him rise again. This is the classic story, you know what I'm saying? This is Rocky. You know, this is this is every movie. You know, the the, the main character, he, he gets torn down, and then he rises back up, or she rises back up, gets their power and strength, and, and they're able to defeat their enemy. So that's why I think the, the people in real life, they see in a hero. This is a hero story, if you catch the reference. Well, I can tell you this. Based on what you said, pieces, Trump then must know that because do you know he has an NFT? Yeah, I saw some of uh, was the, some some of the liberal sites were saying it was a scam and all that stuff. No, they're lying. They're lying <laughs> big time. Matter of fact, I was going to just say to you, I'm, I'm going to show you how you can go see how many trades are happening for the Trump NFT. Man, Trump been pulling down more money than Bitcoin pulls down in daily trades just with them NFTs. The last, uh, uh, rec- I mean, the last uh, data feed for Trump's NFT, Trump trading like $5 million a day on NFT, just the NFTs. They said there's people that buying them that don't even like Trump but recognize that just through this process that's going on, <laughs> that these NFTs are going to be worth so much damn money, you know what I'm saying, that even people that don't even like them said, hey, you know what, regardless if I like them or not, I'm going to throw some money at this. 
trading $5 million a day for NFT, most of the projects that's been there forever that has the, the, the community don't ain't even trading like that. Yeah, I now also, so, to what we was just talking about, I don't see um, this election going the way that we see it right now. I don't see Biden running. I, I don't see how they could do that. They have no chance. I, I see the dude from California being the candidate. He's going to get monkey wrenched in there and give Ooh, everyone Newsom. support. Yeah, that's who I see them trying to monkey wrench in there. Because I don't, I don't see it as Michelle Obama because I said the last thing they could do is sell people on Obama getting back up in the White House. You know what I'm saying? This time he ain't the president. He's just going to be you know, um, have a lawn chair on the in the rose garden. You know, and no one wants to see that. But I think um, Gavin Newsom is their guy, and they're just trying to find a way to monkey wrench him in there. They're gonna say Biden has health issues. They can't run Kamala as the president, so they probably keep her as the VP and run um, Gavin Newsom. That's what I think they're gonna do, bro. Here's why I think Gavin Newsom ain't got a chance, because he, you know, he pushed, I mean, he came out publicly talking about, yeah, it's all about the reparations, you know what I'm saying? I remember, he was claiming he was going to be the first to pass it or give it approval and blah, 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 blah. You saw how that turned around, so he just lost a whole bunch of black folk, if that's how they're banking on it. And they even publicly came out and said it, you know, you're dealing with the FBA, the ADOS. <laughs> And everybody else, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying, that think that they owe reparations that yeah. he could have benefited from, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so that's gone. Um, it was something else well, I was Remember, they got, about that. she's there for the black vote. She's there to get the black vote. But what he got to do is be the white, you know, handsome, dashing young guy to go against this old orange tyrant. You know, that's how they're going to try to present it. And um, even though he failed on the reparations thing, like I said, she's the sister girl act. You know, I went to I went to Howard University, and she's gonna get the black vote. They, I think the Democrats. But look at what Michelle doing though. Look at what Michelle doing nowadays. Somebody brought this to my attention, and I thought about it. You, you, they, you know, they making a big thing now with Michelle running around here with the braids on her, and you know, got the. Got the sister braids in her head. <laughs> you yeah, know what I'm saying? I said, oh, that's just because, Well, she don't need to bring hot sauce. She don't need to claim I got hot sauce in my purse. You know, that's what I had to tell her. I said, oh, shit. She don't need hot sauce. She don't have to come out and say, oh, I keep hot sauce in my... You know, I got a pick or some shit. She already got the image. She yeah, running around yeah, with the, her braids on. Everybody talking her up for the presidency. So if they do... <laughs> That's what I started she, looking at. I was like, "Oh hell, she don't need hot sauce. She got the braids." So. <laughs> it's it's a I say about half of America think that she's a dude. I think she's a female, but they think she's a dude. I don't get it. Like, why y'all think she's a dude? I understand that Obama might have some sugar in his tank, as my grandmother would have said it. Some sugar in his tank, but um. Yeah, I don't think that she's a dude, bro. I think that she's a chick. You know what I'm saying? So I I, I think that if, in order for her to run for president, she's going to have to show us a lip. You know, she's going to have to show man, us something, the, man. 
the way our people <laughs> acting nowadays, they'll vote Saucy Santana into office, man. <laughs> our people are tripping right True. now. They own all all kind of stuff right now. I, I don't even know how we go vote. It, it's all over the place. But right now, I'm being honest when I say that. If they threw Saucy Santana up there, you'd probably see a lot of our people voting for that. Unfortunately, that's about are. how. Yeah, unfortunately, that's how bad we didn't we didn't got divided with this whole poli- politics stuff. Look at how they ran that commercial with uh, Trina and Saucy Santana. The uh, no no voting, no bucking. Oh yeah, yeah, man. It's... Oh man. I was so offended. Yeah. What's the what's the name of that movie? Uh, Spike Lee did a movie where uh, the black men wouldn't vote, so the women held out on sex. Um, Chirac. Oh, Chirac. Yeah, right, man. I, I could see that happen because I'm gonna tell you, the, um, this we're more divided right now on this smoke than ever as male female black male female because. Women aren't going to give up on the Democrats. They get too much from them. Why would they? You know what I'm saying? And black men ain't ain't messing with them, man. They're not getting a lot of the black male vote this time. So I I see that being a big problem going forward, man. Because if, let's just say Trump does win, they're going to blame the black vote for him winning. For him winning because they got a poll at over ninety percent of black vote for a Democrat to get elected. That's what Hillary fell just short. She had eighty eight percent. She couldn't get there. Jim Carrey had eighty nine or eighty eight percent too. He couldn't get there. Obama ran it up in the nineties. You know what I'm saying? Ninety six and then ninety five percent. Like yeah, he was unbeatable. You know he. So if you can't run up the black vote into the 90s. A Democrat has no chance because most white people are Republican. So that's the big problem they have. Man. And I, think and I that's see why that they're, they're going to... Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Now finish your thought. No, I was just going to say, I think they're going to turn it around when it's all said and done, Trump wins. And they're going to say, oh, this is because the black men did, did and black women are going to be mad. At the black men, you know what I'm saying? Lay much for it. Nah, they think I he's going to take everything the, away. Lot, lot of, I think a lot of the black people is voting for Trump. And I know it's more men than women, but the women are starting to really open their eyes, and they talking Trump, too. I, I see him winning as a landslide, as they call it. What? Well, I can tell you this. Uh, what's old uh, girl name? Uh, Promise Rhoda. What's her name? The brick lady. Claims she got hit in the head with a brick. Oh yeah, you <laughs> saw that, right? <laughs> She's lying. Brick lady, then man, she definitely has sealed the fate for black men not dealing with anything black women are saying go do right now. <laughs> After that scenario, man, they have so many. I don't know if you. I want you to go on Twitter one day. I'm telling you, pay attention to the spaces, man. They had when that when they came out and said they're going to charge her with a felony for uh, that that for lying like she did. Man, I swear to God, Twitter almost shut down. They had so many spaces going on about this girl, and 
some of them spaces hold at a minimum, let's say a hundred people. But when you got mm-hmm. people like Luke, Luther Campbell, you know, Luke from Two Live Crew, yeah, holding spaces where he's bringing in five, ten thousand people listening, and all mm-hmm. these half of the damn group is saying, we ain't messing with the liberals and the black women want to do all that, they on their own. You know what I'm saying? Man, there's mm-hmm. so many people in there talking and letting it be known they ain't dealing with the 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 the, the Democrats at all. It's a wrap. Now that the case you're talking about, where the lady she jumps out of the cab just to let the family know if they didn't know, she hops out of the cab and she's in Houston, Texas, and um she goes live on her social media and say these black men they aren't helping me. Someone just hit me in the face with a brick. Look at my face. And these black men aren't helping me. They're just standing around looking. And she pushed the camera at them. And they saw these black guys standing around like, what you want us to do? Like, what, what are you talking about, right? So uh, all of a sudden, her so, uh, she puts up a GoFundMe. Her face is, like, huge, right? Somebody supposedly hit her in the face with a brick. And it swelled up. So she puts up a GoFundMe and gets like $50,000, right? And then she's on vacations and stuff. And the whole time, and I, you're on Twitter. I'm do most of my stuff on YouTube. The people on YouTube is like, nah, this ain't adding up. So um, she she got outed by someone who uh, found out, got the police report, found it wasn't no police Black report. Black woman named Daphne. Her name's Daphne. Yeah, I, don't okay. want, I, I didn't mean to cut you off, but yeah, that mm-hmm. needs her respect because she pursued this case to the point she went and called the police every day to find out if they had a, a assailant or you know whoever was supposed to have hurt that girl. And once mm-hmm. Daphne got involved and started un, un, unfolding what really went down, she actually went and interviewed some of the people that were actually there at the spot. That's when she really pushed for Rhoda to be exposed and arrested. She's the one who really pushed that. It, she deserves her, her credit. Her name is Daphne. She's on, um, I'll get her last name, but the the female you're talking yeah. about, Thomas, her uh-huh. name is Rhoda Os- Osmond. Rhoda Osmond. So Rhoda, what Rhoda stood Osmond. out to me from the start was her name was Rhoda Osmond. I was like, where the hell is she from? So I saw she was from Somalia. And then when I looked at the video and it's the people she talking to, and she said, these black men ain't shit. They not helping me. I was like, those, those ain't niggas. Who those is? Those are those your people. You know what I'm saying? So it automatically pissed me off because I'm with delineating. Okay, so I'm with total delineation, right? So I'm an American black person. I don't got nothing. What y'all come over here and do, we don't condone that shit. We don't do that. Y'all all cold all the time. I look at them like, what, what are y'all doing? You don't do this outside? Like, oh, man. Like, So either way, it kind of threw me for a loop because what I notice is we all get lumped into the negativity that they do. When they do something positive, we don't get no wins in that, right? You know what I'm saying? It, it, like one of them graduates, uh, becomes a, the Surgeon General, uh, the first Jamaican her Surgeon General, the first Haitian Surgeon General. One of them commit murder, they black. You get what I'm saying? It's, 
you just another nigga like us now, huh? But well, you, well, you made we're, sure we're, you separated we're, from us. Go ahead, brother. Hey, remember that story? Uh, Bev, Auntie Bev, gotta remember this one: the wheat and the tear. You remember that story, don't you? No, who? You gotta tell me some more about it. But the wheat and the tear is the story in the Bible where it talks about these two oh. similar-looking the wheat, or what we perceive to be wheat, would in its earlier stages would just look uh, uh, entirely alike. But as as they begin to mature, as they you know, it's harvest time. Only then would you get to see the difference between what is really the wheat and what is really just an imposter or something that's assimilated amongst the wheat. A lot, yeah. a lot of this stuff is. Matter of fact, I got a news article from 1967 being sent to me by one of the family members from this audience. Okay, mm-hmm. shows in this article written in Japan about Black America and what was going to happen to us, we were going to be given a replacement by way of one that looks just like us. So I can't wait to read this PDF. I'm going to send it to you, Thomas, too, because the actual newspaper article is in there from that time of 1967. So we're going to get a chance to see some of that stuff, and I hope me and you get a chance to talk about it in the future because it's a very interesting thing going on here about how we're we're all talking about lineages and stuff, and you'll get a chance mm-hmm. to see what's happening. And it, I don't. Here's what I'm gonna say. I, I ain't gonna go too deep in it. The powers that be, or that was, and still remain to be, they sure wasn't white folk. Mm-hmm. They happened to look just like you and I, and they were at the heart of planning this shit to what you're talking about right now, and we. In time, when me and you get a chance, I want to show you this information so you can see for yourself exactly who set it all up. Okay. No and, and, I also, for sure. okay. and also, Rob Hayes talks about uh, they look like us, but they not us who even came over here and set up, you know, the hidden hand. Mm-hmm. With his research. Yep. Well, when you go to the, the National Black Congress, well, I think it's probably like probably about 40, 50 of them. And 30, 40 of them, when you look at where they where their parents came from, it's not here. So it's like, how did y'all get there to represent us? Y'all don't even have the same history as us. Y'all don't have the same um, things owed to you, right? That should be owed due to us, right? So um, the delineation movement, you know, which is, I think it should should have been happening, but it seems like it's picking up steam now because of what I just said. We, we're starting to see that we don't share in their victories, right? They do something great. We don't get the share in that. You go invent something, you know, oh, the Haitian invented it. He's the first Haitian this, and then uh, he's not you. He's from, you know, they tell you, you ain't got nothing to do with this. But if that same dude went um, in the subway and stabbed some people, and we turn on the news, he's not going to be the first Haitian stabber. He's going to be blackmail, 
stab people on the train or something, right? It's, it, y'all cut that. Um, and I, it, the news does that a lot. You know, they they like to big up these big up people, say where they came from or where they what their ethnicity is, and then as soon as something bad happens, you just black. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's just the black dude who did it, you know? So, like, wait a minute. And they go to the family, oh, he was a good guy. Like, oh, yo, wait up. He wasn't black. He was, look at his mother. She didn't even talk to him. She got an accent. So I see that happening a lot. And I think that the delineation movement is picking up steam because of the reparations movement, which is picking up steam. And when the reparations started to be mentioned, the... Caribbean and African black people started saying, yeah, we with reparations, you know what I'm saying? And we're like, yeah, but y'all don't get none because y'all wasn't here. And it was like, whoa, wait a minute, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Y'all, what you mean? You know, we, we whatever you get, we get. We black. It's like, nah, how we black now? We, we, y'all don't invite us to, the, to whatever y'all do. So that's when it kind of started to pick up steam. It's like, y'all can't Y'all wasn't slaves here. Y'all wasn't in Jim Crow. Y'all didn't share crop. Y'all didn't do none of that. Y'all was over. Y'all came here on a plane. Hey, let me share something so, with you, Thomas. Mm-hmm. Oh, go ahead, man. No, go ahead, share it. You know, Thomas know I spend a lot of time talking to people in my spaces uh, from various countries, particularly a lot of people out of Africa, okay? Um, crazy thing is, man, as they were asking me questions, I'm asking them questions, and we're finding out they have gotten the same story we got at the same time. Only story they don't have is the story of anybody ever been pushed out of Africa, I mean, brought out of Africa on boats to go and be in somewhere. You know what I'm saying? They, I mean, I'm talking various African country people have told me this. They're like, we don't have no history like that. There's like, matter of fact, to be quite honest, a lot of this stuff is starting to just now arrive on the shores of their of their countries. It's a strange thing going on, man. I'm telling y'all, it's some real strange stuff going on because many people are saying they don't know this story. They have no clue of what we're talking about. Because it's made up. Because um, it's a lie. It's a made up story. It don't add up. It don't add up how, from what they're saying. It don't. How come is so many black people have land down south? It's a lot of black folks that have land in their family. If you but, was a slave, how you going own land? Mm-hmm. Let me ask you a question. I don't want to... Uh, 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 you know, get the show off uh, course, Thomas, but I, I got to ask y'all this. Have y'all mm-hmm. ever heard of the Mississippi floods of 1927 and 1935? Uh, I haven't. This is no. strange shit, y'all. Thomas, you ain't never heard of it? Check this out. I swear to God, I can send y'all the information. It's video, everything associated with this. <laughs> There was a flood, the, the Mississippi River flooded, and I, I don't want to get into the depths of it. I'll talk about it another day because it's a lot to it, but it has something to do with the Civil War situation as well or the narrative. Um, the Mississippi River flooded twice, the first time, 1927 or maybe 1925, either way. 
it flooded so much of America that they said it covered seven states was literally underwater, ranging 15,000 square feet. Can you imagine the amount of states, east, west, and north, that got flooded out, and we haven't heard a damn thing about this? Now, let me share with y'all the numbers of black people alone that was displaced from this. 650,000 black people uprooted from the flood. So when you hear these stories about how do we lose our lands, why why were we forced to move out? I want you all to really think about this. This is something that really happened, and it happened twice. Only until I started talking to one of my aunts on Thanksgiving of last year did I realize what I had just discovered. My aunt told me my great-grandmother on my mother's side had a twin sister. However, she drowned in a flood somewhere in Texas. So the year that my great-grandmother's twin sister would have passed came around the same year this flood happened. Someone is asking, but was it natural or was I it man-made? Yeah, well, that's why I said the Civil War has the tale of the Civil War can be found in this. Here's what okay. I'm telling y'all I found out. The northern people were so jealous of what was going on in America with the, with, with the southern blacks because that's exactly who was down there doing it. Now, I'm not trying to mm-hmm. give us credit over anybody else. I'm just telling you. This is what they're saying in their own articles. The farmers of the South had all this land, okay? And according to this story, the industrialists began to create an open way from the Great Lakes that would drip into the Mississippi River. Now, it was so much controversy around this stuff that even all the major networks of that time, if they had like a Tucker Carlson or somebody of that time, this person was speaking on it. There was this one guy, I can't think of his name right away, he's a white man. He said the North hates us so damn much that they would open up the mouth of the Great Lakes and deliberately send those flood waters down here to flood us over. And in his language, he, he, he they keep talking this this confederate, and, and union, and when you start looking at who was up in the uh, the north, it wasn't white folk. It was a gang of niggas up there. And the strangest thing is, I don't think people are putting their minds to it when you you think about fifteen thousand square miles of a flood. There's where I live in the uh, the, uh, the development I live in right now in Colorado Springs. It's called Sand Creek. Okay, it's a bunch of beach sand, so our yards really can't grow real grass. You know, good healthy grass. We get all these bullshit that grows on it. And to find out that we have beach sand right here on our land, when we're in the Rocky Mountains, 
okay? It makes me wonder if those floods literally came this far. Because here's something I'll share with y'all, and I'll shut up. Here in Colorado Springs, there was a the whole city was black, what I, I discovered. They had the cotton club here, everything. Now, you can't find this stuff in general education. I had to go dig at this stuff. They, the, the area that leads from my, my development all the way back into downtown of Colorado Springs, at one point in time, you're talking like maybe a 40-square-mile area I'm talking about. One point in time, number of niggas here. It used to be called Mill Street. Y'all should look it up. You'll literally see full-on developed fancy cities. At a time where we were being told people should have been sweating on cotton fields, singing hymns, and hoping Jesus come riding out the sky because they was getting the backside whipped. Yeah, that's the story we all been told. But the evidence yeah. that I've discovered, which is a lie, Street was once an all all black city. Nobody knew where these people went. Hold on a second. Mm-hmm. So, uh, in closing on that, I just wanted y'all to think about that and and think about this Mississippi River, Thomas, the flood. And then think about what I just said, how we got beach sand here in Colorado Springs. I sent you a map of it, the 27th flood. Um, But, yeah, man, it went went in pretty deep. Now, this is something that they don't teach you about. Uh, One of those things, just like the the earthquake in 1811, the um, New Madrid earthquake that devastated you know, the whole South during the Civil War, you know what I'm saying? Like, totally, you know, if we had any strongholds, it would have been shaken up the whole thing from Memphis to St. Louis, everything shook, you know, it was, it was, it was terrible, but you, they don't talk about that. They're telling us that in that same year, they're at war with the British in the war 1812, but how y'all at war with the British and we had an earthquake devastate the whole entire southern region of the United States. It just doesn't make sense. Well, what don't um, make sense to me is how a, a whole civilization yeah. of people can be moved around and nobody talks about this flood. That's a very strange thing. Well, we see that uh, that the uh, whole system is a lie. We're seeing it now, and it's been that way. For a long time, it just didn't start. Here's what I would say to you. Even people in your age group and and older than Mm -hmm. you, it's as Mm -hmm. if y'all never even heard the story. And y'all, many of y'all, well, I ain't going to say you, but I'm saying many of them wasn't even born too far. They might even been born at the time it happened. It'd almost be like somebody today born 20 years ago that don't know about the Katrina floods. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's very strange. That would say we ain't talking. Mm-hmm. See, that's what I'm thinking. Right. We're not talking. It's almost like this shit happens and we just, huh? But yeah, you're absolutely right. Half the map. If all our people came from the South, they kept telling us this uh, great migration and they were chased out of the South through the white people and lynching them and stuff. 
Well, this makes more sense. Yeah, if yeah, your your whole area is flooded, you gotta move. You you can't stay in Mississippi and Louisiana. You see what I'm saying now? Yeah, if it's, it's easy to put it on the white song. man. It's a, yeah, it's like mm-hmm. okay. You mean to tell me all these wily niggas I know let a let a few scraggly white people come and tell them bow down, nigga, and they all had guns. Everybody in the South, anybody in the South that been there, lived there, they know. The gun culture is a real culture in the South. There was no need to tell the Southern people that they needed Second Amendment rights. They already had that regardless. So, you know, that's why I can never believe those stories when I, because it's never happened when I lived there. I'm like, ain't no white people. White people don't even come over here where we at unless they're doing business with us. And I'm talking about Oklahoma. You know what I'm saying? They did a lot of business with us. But, I mean, it wasn't like they was just rolling up in the hood like, hey, niggas, you know, and the police and stuff, they, they wasn't getting down like that. Now, when the niggas got the gang banging and doing all the drug dealing, that's when we started seeing a lot of cops. But for yeah. the most part, we wasn't seeing all that type of behavior. And there's no stories from people who are much older than me that I've interviewed and talked to. They said themselves. At one point in time in Oklahoma, like in the 1950s, leading up to the 60s, finding white folk in Oklahoma would have been like finding Bigfoot. And I can get these people to tell you that's that same stuff themselves. You talking? To, I'm talking about 90 year old people. Yeah. Who told so, us that the Klan used to get permission to come walk through the neighborhoods? They wasn't coming through with no horses who riding burning crosses. They were actually getting permission to walk through our lands. I'm I'm a mute. Do y'all well, need would... to open the lines up or you got or you sure you y'all yeah. got something to say? Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I, no, no, I, got, I got about Thomas, uh-huh. I got about Go 10 ahead. minutes, bro, and I got to get off the phone. I, I'm being a grandpa tonight. <laughs> so I got oh, okay, man. Grandpa, <laughs> but I got about right, 10 Thomas. minutes, y'all, so. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> you got something you want to bring to the table, uh, L.A.? Yeah, I wanted uh, Thomas to, if he's heard about it. Thomas, did you hear about the uh, this new uh, Consumer Finance Protection Bureau proposal? That they're, uh, the Biden administration is proposing. Bev, you heard about this yet? No, I haven't heard about it yet. What, what is this talking okay. about? Okay, so the Biden administration is proposing to the banking industry that the overdraft fees, which were associated with the 1968 Truth in Lending Act, mm-hmm. uh, needs to be updated. So basically, you know, <laughs> nowadays you get an overdraft, you're looking at about 30 to 50 bucks. Mm-hmm. Biden administration is telling the banks they have to lower their rates all the way down to an overdraft fee, $3, $7, and maybe $14. The banking institute is pushing back saying, basically, we're going to be cutting a bunch of accounts. <laughs> Y'all going to start losing accounts if this goes through. Now, he did well, to the... He did something to the overdraft fees when he first became president with the executive order because I used to be able to overdraft on my car. Let's just say I needed, I ran out of money 
and I could go to the ATM and I could take out $200, up to $200 at a, on three transactions. And then it'll say insufficient funds. So they gave you like a $600 leeway, but each time you take out $200, you pay $35 fee for it. So I would, you know, anytime I desperately needed to, I would overdraft. But when he became president, all of a sudden, they didn't let you overdraft a dime. You can't even get $5 now. So he did something to it, and their Bank of America's reaction was, we're going to take it away altogether because we can't make any money on it. So he already did something to it um, when he became the president. So maybe he's trying to make it more, because what he did was by executive order, maybe he's trying to make it the law now. Well, for one thing, a lot of the people that is doing the paperwork, they're using the Truth in Lending Act. And and the, the banks, it's illegal for them to even charge interest. And so, exactly. you know, I'm, and that's I'm, what the banks are pissed about. Right. You know, so they've been doing illegal stuff all the time. And now a lot of people is reading the Truth in Lending Act and, and other things, and now they're finding out how they've been cheating, how they've just been lying to us. So what he's talking about ain't nothing because they've been committing fraud all the time. And the bank said, since we can't make profits, that's the exact words. <laughs> they said, since mm-hmm. you mess with our profits. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They're, they're threatening to strike back saying, hey, look, if these customers can't fit a certain class of a customer, their accounts are going bye-bye. So when I thought about this, I said, man, this ain't a protection. This ain't a consumer protection regulation for us. They're shutting down banks. And this is probably That's one what of the they way to shut them down. Yeah, they're shutting banks and, down. And But a lot of the people are shutting the banks down because uh, I, I've even dealt with the consumer protection. And, I mean, and they get on it. That's the attorney general. And so they've been... You know, a lot of people is studying these laws and waking up and using, you know, the, you got to use their laws against them. And, and, it, and well, think about this. Mm-hmm. Think about this, Thomas and Bear. The, BT, the, the, the Bitcoin ETFs just, just launched. Mm-hmm. Some of the biggest, the biggest people in the world have decided they're going to get into the ETFs, which means the mm-hmm. banks will be in the way now. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So they, at this point, the bank... Go ahead. No, I was just getting ready to say they've been committing fraud, and there's no limitation against fraud. They've been stealing from us big time. Well, the government themselves, I mean, you see what's, if y'all followed anything with the SEC, what they were doing, you know, holding off everybody else who was filing for uh, ETFs at least six years ago. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden, they come and give their buddies, BlackRock, the approval. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Who own more land than anybody. Well, see, what they've been trying to do for the longest is pull us off the banking system so they can have direct interaction with us, private VCs. Mm. Now, using 
you know, remittances through Bitcoin and stuff like that. So they'll hold the actual Bitcoin. I'm talking about the government is going to hold the actual Bitcoin while they issue the B, the ETFs out to us. People still got doubt about where crypto is going. Like if people are still questioning where crypto is going, or let's just say big Bitcoin, you just got your your, your answer to the future. No, mm-hmm. I I think the banks. If y'all recall last year, it was a couple like Signature Bank, and it was Sydney Valley Bank or or Silicon Valley Bank, something like that. Yeah, Silicon Valley. Uh-huh. And um, back then, the word on Wall Street was the big banks are about to buy up all the little banks, right? So Bank of America, Wells Fargo, um, Citibank, and Chase are going to buy up all the, the smaller branches, you know, the PNCs and the T. The, the well probably can't do TD because that's out of Toronto, but um, they were trying to buy up the bank. Now, what it hit me when this is all going down, what I'm thinking is uh, this has to do with universal basic income. Because what do you need all these banks for if it ain't going to be no jobs? Exactly. For what? <laughs> what do you need exactly all these banks for? If 40% yes. of the jobs is going to be taken away alone just by chat DPT, if that's already in there, I had an article on uh, all the companies that already this year have already laid off massive amounts of workers because hey, my they friend don't need them anymore. just told me today, Thomas, he got laid off, literally. Yeah, I, I think it's about to happen to me, you know what I'm saying, because... They don't need the workers anymore. I go to work some days and don't have shit to do. I'm like, yeah, maybe I feel guilty taking a check for this. You know what I'm saying? But it, it's come to the point where no one comes to the office. I'm only, my job is to service the people who come to do the work. You know, that, you know they come in to talk to the clients and make the financial instruments. My job is to do facilities. But if they're not at the office, hell, ain't nothing to fix. You know what I'm saying? Nothing breaking down. You know, I can't call a plumber if nobody's flushing the toilet. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's like, wow, they really don't need to have me here because they don't need the people here. So what I see is uh, with these banks, you got to have these digital wallets. That was a big deal, right? They're way behind on the central bank digital currency. They have to have one because their competition has it. So if they're going to compete with China um, in their conglomerate, which just keeps getting bigger, right? Because now the BRICS is Saudi Arabia, joined it, um, got Brazil, India, China, Russia. They added Saudi Arabia. They added Qatar. They added Dubai. They added all these other countries, like Iran. Um, so it's getting bigger. Now the U.S. has a problem. So they have to have something that competes with their digital currency. They're making transactions too fast, and they're going to have to ramp everything up. You know, I think that's why you have this new pandemic that they want to put out so bad. That's what all they've been talking about at the World Economic Forum is this next pandemic. I believe they call it um, X. They call it um, Disease X. It's going to be a disease oh, this God. time. They're so, going to blame it on Elon. Oh, God. 
Oh yeah, yeah. Huh? I didn't even think of that. Yeah, they're gonna go I got Elon Musk. Musk. <laughs> it's called uh, Disease X. Governments are preparing for a scarier new pandemic, and this is all coming straight out the World Economic Forum, and um, they're trying to blame it on climate change and somehow the the ice melting and the permafrost is releasing all these new um, diseases and stuff and it. The, the penguins went there and they got the disease and now humans came in contact with the penguins and got this new thing called disease X. I'm, I'm not making this up. Look it up. So this is what they're, they're conjuring up this whole story. It's like, what was it, like a platypus or something they blamed for? Then it was a snake. Then it was a bat that, that caused COVID, right? But now they're going all the way to the Antarctic. Time. Yeah, <laughs> since the ice is melting due to climate change, now we have all these diseases because they everything that was in the buried in the ground is now coming out in 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 the air and it's all this crazy stuff. They have to push. They have to have everybody under this digital wallet, under this universal basic income. They need you to shut up and stop saying what you want to say on social media. This is all part of the whole plan, and you're seeing it kind of unfold. And they're getting pushed back where they're getting pushed back at. And their biggest threat is Trump. Because he doesn't want no parts of this world economic forum. He wants to start pumping gas again. He doesn't want any parts of the, this whole go moving everything into electricity, including the money. He wants to go back to how things work. And that's, unfortunately, even if he becomes president, he's going to have to fall in line or he's going to lose to those other countries who are moving forward. Exactly. And here's one to add to that. Uh, be on the lookout because, see, the banks have already decided, the big banks like Chase and all of them, they decided how they're going to respond. They're going to respond by consolidating APIs, which will give them access to real-time data feed from the markets to retail, consumer, and everything. So they're going to set their APIs up to where they can do money transmissions and on top of that, they're going to be selling you products. So basically, what they're going to do is make you use a bank-specific token to do biz, do your commerce with. You, you see what I'm saying? If you're on an account with Chase, for example. So, uh, matter of fact, Chase got one right now that they've been running tests on, and supposedly it's, it's very successful. It's called the Onyx token, you know what I'm saying, or the Onyx coin. Um if you look into that information, you'll see that they've been pulling this off for probably the last two years now, you know what I'm saying? And it's really gaining steam because I've heard some people who have have accounts with Chase said that they've been getting literature telling them that they're going to be moving into a token system for their, their transactions and stuff. So, you know, banking products and all that. So if you want to buy a 401K and all of that money market funds and all of that, you'll have to transact through their their specific token. So you're going to have, it's going to be an interesting thing to see with the government giving, you know, trying to build their own universal uh, monetary digital asset versus banks fighting back with uh, creating their own token system. You see what I'm saying? And who's going to win the, the ISO Wars, you know what I'm saying? Is it going to be uh, XRP? Is it going to be Stellar? You see what I'm saying? It's a lot going on right now. Yeah, bro. it's a lot going. They're on. all they're all coming out with their own 
type of Onyx coin type product, right? Bank of America has one. Now, this is, this is to me, this is how they're going to get rid of the small banks. Chase is going to accept Bank of America's coins for equal for theirs, right? They'll accept Wells Fargo. They're going to accept Goldman Sachs, but they're not going to accept, you know, neighborhood um, credit union coins. You know what I'm saying? That your token ain't shit to us, you know? So you can't, you're not going to be able to do business with the other banks. If This is how they're going to get rid of the little banks. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, they're not going to accept their own um, coins, you know, that they make in their own little blockchain. Exactly. Well, look like but the little banks look, like look like the little blank banks should be able to come together and and trade among each other. If the big banks are not going to do it. Yeah, but what it takes to run and secure a blockchain uh, 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 monetary system, you know what I'm saying, for exchange mm-hmm. of money and stuff, it, it, requ- it requires a lot of mining power. You know what I'm saying? Just in mining mm-hmm. alone, you know, there's a lot of mining got to take place, and a lot of these banks can't keep up with that. For example, like, Bitcoin right now has like $3 billion in just locked total value. That's not even money moving around. That's just money. People have put their lives on the line and said, we believe in it so much that it has $3 billion in total value locked up. You know, we're not even talking about the the wave of people that's going to start coming through later, you know, who will end up having to, either take part in owning some Bitcoin or have a some type of subsidiary, I mean, a derivative that links itself to Bitcoin's uh, uh, ledger that'll make their process like Jamie Dimon them. It, it ain't, believe me, they got their hands in on some Bitcoin and some other stuff that they're using to to empower their, their Onyx token, you know, and they have the money to, Pay for, you know, keep those mining systems up, and, you know, they can control a lot of information that flows in and out on the blockchain because the blockchain still relies on APIs, which are just uh, applications on a computer that people sitting at Wall Street or whatever, they type in stuff on their application like, you know, Microsoft Excel, and it's linked to these systems. So they're seeing information in real time. So they they have access to what's going to be the you know what's where the volume is. You know what I'm saying? How to read this? You know mm-hmm. how to influence that in volume over to their systems and everything else, or keep people out of the feed who won't know what's really you know the information they might be getting might be totally erroneous to the information the banks are getting. You see what I'm saying? So it, it, it's a big world. It's a big thing going on behind closed doors, you know. But, hey, Thomas and Beth, I wanted mm-hmm. to know – I mean, I wanted to hang around just long enough to see if somebody had a question that I needed to be here for. But if not, I'm going to need to run up out of here if Thomas yeah, got Yeah, brother, man. Thank you for your time, brother. And what time do you need me to call um, – how do I – you got – call me tomorrow, man. Tell me how to work this thing, man. Yeah, I'll tell you. Matter of fact, Thomas, won't you invite the family over to Bev? Can I invite the family to to come over to the X Spaces if they got a count and sure. might want to hear me and Thomas do a show over there? Okay, yes. y'all yes. can uh, yes. 
come over to X and search with the at symbol L A Ramon capital L A R lowercase A M O N the number two. So at L A Ramon two, search me up, follow me, and when the show goes live, it'll inform you if you put your notifications on. Or if you're friends with, you know, got a follower that's by way of follower of me or somebody around me, it'll show up in the, the, the uh, Bev, you've been on Twitter, so you know they give you that little mm-hmm. header up there when they're doing spaces. But, uh, man, I'd love to have the family come over there Wait, and kind say, of see how the spaces. Say again. Say it again. Okay. Say it. Okay. I sure will. And I'm going to text to Thomas so he can uh, uh, remind y'all at the end of the show if he wants to. It's at okay. L.A. Ramon, number two. And I'll text it to you, mm-hmm. too, Arbev. Okay. And that's where you can find me on Twitter, and I'll be doing that early morning space. It's called uh, Did uh, DEI Kill MLK's Dream? So did the diverse diversity environmental inclusion kill Martin Luther King's dream. That's that. That's my space tomorrow. I wanted to, wanted us to talk and about this and kind of see. What time? It'll be seven a.m. my time, but on Eastern it should be nine. Bev, I think you're in between us, so it should be eight o'clock for you. I'm. I'm and Eastern. People, oh, you Eastern? Okay, so nine yeah. your time, seven my time on. And people in the Pacific area, it should be what about six six a.m. their time. Okay. 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 All right. All right. Well, I appreciate y'all inviting me back home. Wait up, Ramon. Let me see if this person have a question for you. Seven seven three eight nine five. Do you have a question? What's up, for Grandpa? You? L.A. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Derek? What's up, Derek? What's up? Man, it's you good, picked man. a fine time to go babysitting because I have because I know we haven't we haven't talked in a while. I'm just gonna make this real quick, bro. I'm going to go back okay. to the beat, what y'all talking about at the beginning of the show. I'm wrapped up in the blanket here. Long story, but yeah. Um, Illinois, what people say, Illinois is a blue state, that's not exactly, that's Chicago and Cook County. And you have brought up mm-hmm. a good point earlier when you were talking about, mentioning that about Colorado. See, the southern part of Illinois doesn't want to fuck with Chicago and Cook County. This has been going on for years, and they've been actually talking about splitting from Chicago and Cook County because of all the policies and the stuff they're doing right now. And what shocked the shit out of me last week, um, I don't know, I had put the article in the feed, the little text feed we're on, that they're wanting some people downstate in some part of Illinois they want to get Biden off that ballot because they're tired of all this, stuff, mainly the immigration stuff that's going on because, you know, Illinois, not just Chicago, Illinois is a sanctuary city. And the governor up there strongly pushing this stuff. So it's like I've been telling people, regardless, if you, if you do get that mayor out of there and bring somebody else in, you still got the two-headed monster with the governor because he's pro-immigration. Now, Illinois has had Republican governors in the past, but people in Chicago saying that, you know, the same rhetoric, well, we don't like Republicans, they're racist and all that, and then they got them up out of there and got got somebody from the blue team in there. It's, it's what they got now. Now, um, 
I don't know. I don't know if we ever talked about this, but uh, my mother, where I'm at now, I'm in I'm in Memphis. So my mother's from here. She's from a little town called Grand Junction, maybe about an hour away from here. She was born in 1927, and my father was born in a town called Trail Lake, Mississippi, in 1927. And it was interesting because neither one of them, from what I remember, never mentioned anything about a flood or anything like that. But um, before my mother made a transition some years ago, we had discussion about, you know, the slave trade, came from Africa and all that, and she was like, as far as us, that shit was not true. We were anything, we're some type of, um, we're indigenous. Indian, mm-hmm. I, I can't remember what she said because it was kind of like a real brief conversation that was it. But as far as coming over from Africa, Africa from above, whatever, as far as our ancestors, family history, no, we've been here. And now as far as my father was concerned, uh, once he left Mississippi, I think he left, he left from down and went up to Chicago right in 1945 or something like that. Um, he only brought me down here one time. I think I was 10 years old to meet my grandmother, and then that was it. He hated coming down here, and he never talked about it. He did mention something about um, where he grew up at wasn't too far from where Emmett Till was killed. Um, he didn't really talk about that about that too much neither. So, um, Now, I've been down here about, going on eight or nine months and there's not a whole lot of large banks down here there's a lot of credit unions uh hope federal credit union uh, navy federal orion and stuff like that now what was interesting when i first got down here there were no chase banks down here now two of them then popped up but they're not really here in memphis they're like in the, going out in the in the suburbs and stuff and so um, I know a lot of people down here are concerning about, you know, the rise of the digital banking, everything going online, because a lot of people down here are old school. They don't want to do shit online. They'd rather go in, actually do the whole brick and mortar thing, go in and take care of all their um, business and stuff like that. So we'll, we'll wait and see. Um, I literally been in the house for the past two weeks. Now, this morning, I went to get some gas. I went over to Mississippi because Mississippi is like, got the cheaper gas. is only 14 minutes away. A lot of the gas stations are closed. It was 34 degrees this morning. When it gets 40 degrees or lower, literally everything shuts down. If you can't get to the grocery hey, store. Uh, you said it's 30-something degrees in Mississippi? All right. It was 34 degrees this morning in Mississippi, yeah, and everything was wow. shut down. I didn't know that and, that cool. And what's interesting, I was born and raised in Chicago my whole life. Been through all types of snowstorms, blizzards, what have you. The past two weeks down here was literally a living hell. I've never experienced the stuff down here like I experienced in Chicago. Going to the grocery store, literally no food, no meat, juice, everything is gone. If the grocery store was open, um, 
Never seen in this, been in a situation before where the gas stations was closed. I got up this morning to go to go to Sam's to get some gas. It was closed. When y'all gonna open? We don't know. Maybe later on this afternoon. Thirty-four degrees. Um, people are crashing into buildings, crashing into light poles. Um, they don't plow the streets. They don't salt the streets. They don't do none of that stuff down here. And it's funny they're not because used it's a, to it. They're not, not exactly right. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because there's a lot of people down here that moved down here, like from Michigan, Wisconsin, and places like that. And it's like, man, y'all, y'all bugging down here. And then it was funny because it was like, man, if the winters are going to be like this down here, what's the point of me staying there? I might as well go back and go back to where I was, you know? Um, parts of the VA hospital was shut down. They shut down some of the schools because they couldn't maintain the heat because they're not used to the um, cold temperatures down here, you know? Um, wow. Yeah, this is, uh, this is an interesting experience. And that's but Mississippi now, you're talking about. Uh, South Haven, which is maybe about 12 to 14 minutes away from here. Now, going back to the little the little political thing now, when I did go to, the, I was able to go to the, one of the grocery stores, which is Kroger. Kroger's the main grocery store down here. A couple of days ago, there were some people walking around with clipboards and petitions. What they're trying to do in Memphis is create a new independent party outside of the Democratic Republican Party. Now, Tennessee as a whole is supposed to be a red state, but now Memphis, Nashville, and I believe Knoxville, they're blue states. And you can see that right now outside of those cities is red, and they're warring with the blue cities. Let me give you examples. Now, the governor here, Bill Lee, he, he, he's a Republican. Now, he had passed a bill not too long ago to basically limit or stop the drag shows for the children. Out the blue, some non-for-profit organization, I think they was even from Nashville and Memphis, filed a federal lawsuit, and guess what? They won. And um, as far as I know right now... Well, wait, 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 wait. wait. Uh-huh. Did you I'm see RuPaul? Did you see RuPaul? I don't know if it was the Emmys or the Oscars. She brought out all these drag queens. Well, and he, bought that dressed like a, Yeah. In a green goblin. Yeah. And then they teach like, you know, for we're going to be teaching in your libraries and all this stuff. Like, yo, this yeah. is out of control. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead, yeah. man. And, um, I mean, it, go, it goes back to what y'all was talking about earlier with this whole... DEI thing, and I mean, it's literally, it's literally, we're seeing the Civil War right now. Ironically, it's supposed to be a movie coming out, I don't know, March or April this year, entitled Civil War, where all the states and stuff are going to be divided, whatever. And it's interesting that they putting that putting that movie out at this time. So yeah, man. And then um, what I well, didn't know when I out. got down here, now far as the demic- racial makeup of Memphis. It's what, right now is a little bit 62%, 65% black, 27% white. And even some white people have told me here that they are afraid to go in certain parts of Memphis because the black people are going to chase them out of there, even if they're coming in here to do business. 
And it's interesting because, like, if you come down here, even if you go out to the suburbs at the restaurants, because it's a lot of independent barbecue places and stuff here, it's all black people cooking your food. But now, after COVID, like with the small box, with the big box, small restaurant like Popeyes and places like that, um, if you come down here try to get some chicken or churches or something like that, you're not going to be able to come in. Why? Because, like, they don't have enough people to work like the drive-through and the lobby. And it's a lot of places down here looking for people to work, and they're not hiring. So, yeah, man. Wow. Uh, they ain't got people working at Popeye's in a black neighborhood, man. This is world coming to Yeah, Popeye's, <laughs> churches, you know. Um, now, I don't know if I – I think I had put the put the, um, the story in the, in the feed also. Now, the police chief down here, what's her name, C.J. Davis, uh, the city council voted her down, so she's supposed to be out of here. And Memphis did get a new new mayor, uh, Paul Young, a black dude. Now, down here, they have term limits. So after two terms, eight years, you're out of here. You're getting somebody else new. And people are really getting tired of the crime, the robberies, the carjackings, the business people getting tired of it. It's like, okay, what are y'all going to do about this? And so especially at that whole situation with um, Tyree Nichols, the city council and, and the saw, mayor – I just mm-hmm. saw this dude, um, Yo Gotti's brother got killed down there. Yeah. Um, I haven't really paid too much attention to that because it's so, man, there's so many rappers down here that have been, been killed within the past couple of years, man. It, it's hard to keep up with it now for whatever reason, I know. you know. Mm-hmm. But, um, so I don't know if y'all heard about it, but, like, they were trying to uh, pass this ordinance, the city council, after Tyree Nichols got at, um, got died, got killed. They tried to pass this ordinance where the police, basically, like, if you got, like, a taillight out or your tax expired, they can't pull you over. But what has happened when they talked about it, they, they bought it out, but they really didn't enforce it. But what that was doing, the people that were out here robbing and carjacking people, like, for example, somebody will steal your car, and then what they'll do, they'll keep your car or steal your license plate off your your car, put on another one, and keep committing crimes on it. But see, by the police not pulling people over, it's like letting the criminals run free, and people getting tired of that, you know. So, yeah, y'all. Um the 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 whole Tyree Nichols thing, right? Because I saw that you had posted that they were going to stop people doing tail light searches and and stuff like that. But I thought this is why I should have went to trial. I thought he was killed because he was messing with the cop's wife or the, or, or his, some girl or something. That's well, word, let's just say word on the street that that's what happened. It it was basically a dispute, like I said, between the dude on the police force and, and the girl, whatever. That That's what everybody was saying down here. But the thing was, you're going to pass a whole law because of that? And the crime is already bad down here as it is. I don't know if y'all knew this or not now. Memphis is probably 
then surpass New York and Chicago as far as shootings down here. Oh yeah, and it's been yeah, like this. It. It's been like this for a while. It's been the murder capital for the last year. See, the Memphis and St. Louis. Yeah, exactly. And and people people are getting tired Mm -hmm. of it down here. And a lot of people are saying that because of what's going on in Memphis, the state of Tennessee is getting a bad rap. Um, Bam, Mm -hmm. I I don't know if I can find a story sent it to you. About a couple Mm -hmm. months ago, maybe three, there was a couple – that had came down here from Detroit. I think they were supposed to move down here, relocate somewhere down here, and they were staying in the hotel. Somebody broke in a car at the hotel parking lot and stole their stuff down there. The couple went back. Mm. They was like, "Fuck this shit. We 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 going back <laughs> up to Michigan." But that's right. how that's okay. how bad it is down here. Like people are scared to go to the Memphis Grizzly games because they don't know if they gonna get their car and stuff broken into. When I came down here, my car insurance doubled. I mm. never thought I'd be paying more for car insurance down here than I did in Chicago. That's crazy. That's well, you know what? Memphis is slated now. Have you seen Nashville? Not yet. Oh, man. So they got Nashville, uh, from what I've been told, and what I can see on um, the maps and stuff. So you got um, a section of Nashville that's always been there. I guess it's like their downtown area. And then, uh, of course, right across the river from there, which is still Nashville, they're building a brand-new downtown area, like a from scratch. Brand-new, mean, high-rise building. That's where the Tennessee Titans are at, and they're building a new stadium. Oh, and I forgot. Yeah, all that's going on. All that the stadiums, the stadiums down here in the state, like here in Memphis and Nashville, they making the taxpayers pay for that. Oh yeah, I that's said, wow. Thing. The taxpayers pay for every stadium but LA. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even like in New York, New Jersey taxpayers pay for the Giants and Jets stadium. You know what I'm saying? Because they they want the, the stadium in New Jersey, so they made them pay the tax. They had to pay the one point five billion to make it to build the stadium. Mm-hmm. So yeah, every only team that the Rams and the um the Chargers they would have three billion each to build their own stadium because California made the law where they're not using any taxpayer money to build any more stadiums. That's why the Raiders had to leave and the Athletics are leaving. And right. you know, unless you so um like San Fran, they they got a number of billionaires. You know, that's Silicon Valley. So they didn't have no problem just dropping the money to build their own stadium right. for the Golden State Warriors, you know, to build the stadium for the, the, the uh, 49ers. And um, that SoFi Stadium that's in L.A., that SoFi Stadium, that's totally paid for by the owners. No taxpayer money went into that. But mm-hmm. every other team in the league, every other team, except for those two, that one stadium, it was built by for the pay for by the taxpayers, which isn't fair. Well, I hate to use fair, but you know it isn't equitable when the taxpayers pay for something, but the owner still owns it. How do you own something you didn't pay for? Right now, the Chicago White the Sox. They, well, now, what shocked me? I just found out this morning that the White Sox 
they're talking about um, moving downtown Chicago and putting a new stadium down there. And I thought that was interesting because after COVID, it's a lot of abandoned real estate down there. And there right now, the, the Chicago Bears are still there. And so where are they going to put the stadium if they're going to do this? Because, you know, Ryan's up, he owns the Bulls also. So basically the White Sox are going to be right down the street from the Bears. I'm saying who's going to pay for that? Well, everything Man, that's moving. Everything it, that's happening, the, it, it happened here. Mm-hmm. We we went through all of that, what's going on right. down there. Yeah, I, Detroit, you know, this. I'm not even getting migrants in here. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> they, they like, man... You know they they don't they can't, they gotta protect the migrants, man. People in Detroit are tough, man. They you know beat the migrants up and stuff, man. You know. Oh, uh, but. Oh, <laughs> uh, but yeah. Um, I thought Chicago was moving. I thought it was to another part of Illinois because. Um, there the, the was there was the, that was because of Lightfoot because they yeah, the wanted, mayor with the wanted, big. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, she said that she didn't want to pay one dollar to hold the space. It was like one dollar. All they wanted to charge, all they had, to, all she had to do was put a one dollar, and she refused. So I thought they were moving an hour away or something. That's not happening anymore. I don't know. I don't know if that's happening now, but I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna keep an eye on that. But um, it's, it's now. I hate to bring this up, but it's one thing story that happened a few days ago. A lot of people not talking about. Now, you mentioned the Golden State Warriors. Now, you know their assistant, their assistant coach had died of a heart attack a few days ago. They were at a dinner, and they were getting ready to play the Utah Jazz. And ever since that happened, and they were hesitant about putting out the news. So originally they said he had the heart attack at the dinner, and they rushed him to the hospital, and they were saying, well, because of the sensitive nature of the incident, we're not gonna. We're gonna be slow on putting the information out. But then, like an hour later, they had to put it out. He died, and they keep canceling their games. And so I'm wondering, and I'm waiting to see if this is going to keep going on. As far as the people who had took initially had took took these shots, people are still dying, and it's not being talked about. Now it's like every time somebody have a heart attack or have a stroke or something, y'all heard about what happened to Snoop's daughter the other day. She had a stroke. Not saying that it was anything related to the, the vaccine because, like, I saw some conflicting stories. Now, supposedly she had lupus. But now when I read the story about that, they couldn't confirm that lupus was the cause of her having the stroke. But so every time yeah. I see something with with somebody athlete or something having a heart attack and a stroke, I'm going to see first if it had anything to do with that that with that kill shot. Yeah, right. Now I saw I didn't know they were canceling their games. But um, Yeah, they didn't cancel two games already. Do you know what's the most valuable uh, team in the NBA? Ooh, wow. I ain't I ain't gonna begin to guess. 
it was shocking, man, because this team, I, I, I didn't equate it to have any value, uh, really. I mean, even though uh, recently they, they were good, but my whole life I thought that they were just like a nothing franchise, but it's the Golden State Warriors. Most valuable team in the NBA. I'm not. I'm kind of not. I'm kind of not surprised. It, it, it's not even close. Like they like worth seven point eight billion dollars. Yeah. The next team is the Knicks. They're worth six point five billion, and then the Lakers is six point two billion. So you looking at and a they team just popped James Dolan the other day for 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 kid. They charging him with sexual assault and kidnapping, connecting him with Weinstein. That's interesting. That, that they fought, they tried to work with him, but he he refused, man. Uh, mm-hmm. They they told him that he has to move the team. See, oh. in New York, in New York, right? Um, uh, Madison Square Garden, uh, is actually two buildings. Above ground is Madison Square Gardens, and then when you walk down the steps, it's Penn Station. Back in the days, it was a big marble pin station, and they knocked it down to build Madison Square Garden. But the station still exists under the ground, right? You know, you just don't have a building you walk into. You just go right downstairs. So they want to mm-hmm. build a big, luxurious pin station right there with some high-rise buildings all around it. You know, 34th Street in Manhattan, Herald Square. Like, you got to move the stadium so we could build what we need to build to to make New York this 15-minute city. And he's saying, I'm at Penn Station. Why the hell am I going to move my team? Every train comes here. I'm not moving my team. This is the most prime location that you could be in in the whole city. Why would I move the team? So they said the city council voted, and they went to court, and, and they voted him out, and then they went to court, and the court gave him five years to move the team. And he's wow! In the tooth and nail. So this is their way of getting him out now, because whether whether he's gonna move, regardless of what happens, he got to sell the team now. Because uh, you're accused of raping someone, bro. And any owner, if you recall, this is how Michael Jordan got the team, because the old owner was accused of raping one of the women that worked there. And it just the case just never went away. He had to sell the team because it was so much bad press. Stop going to the game. If people stop going to the Knicks game, it's going to be a big problem, man. He, he has to sell what? the team. It's, that's a trend going on because a lot of people don't know that the NBA rating is declining. That's part of the reason why Mark Cuban, you know, Mark Cuban just sold the majority stake to the Dallas Mavericks. Ain't nobody watching that shit no more. And if you watch the games now, every game, regardless of what team it is, half the stadium is empty. Yeah, the the, the ratings are declining by design. Though. They don't care about the ratings. That's not the money no more. The NBA mm. is number one, number one most social media sport in the world. The oh, players okay. are the most followed people. The so YouTube. NBA clips. No one watches games. You watch the clips now. So they watch the I highlights. Mean, right, right. The highlights. Yeah, that's they're number one. You know, they kill football. They kill baseball. They kill everything. Just to see someone get dunked on, you see two million views on in a short. You know, to see someone get the crossed over. Just one play, it gets all these views. 
So the NBA is like, man, forget the game on TV. I'm getting 2 million tweets about the move. I'm, I'm, this is money coming into the NBA. This is big money. So their new bargaining deal, the TV ain't even going to be a part of it. It's not gonna, that's not even part of it. They wanted the games on, on streaming services. Netflix. They want the games on YouTube. Right. The, YouTube TV. YouTube. Netflix. You're right. Yeah. I think I pair them out. Well, that's NFL. Yeah. They're all on the streaming services now. Uh, yeah, Prime, they don't, you, you can go through Prime, um, Amazon Prime now to watch basketball and football too. Because they're they making more money now than ever. However, no one's watching. How are we making more money and no one's watching? Because everyone's right. clicking right. on. The little clip, LeBron got a dunk, man. How many people going to watch him dunk the ball just to see that one play, Steph Curry shoot a three in someone's face, gets a million views. <laughs> That's a million dollars. You know, why do we Why do we care about what NBC and TNT anymore? That's, that's nothing. You know, that's how right. they're looking at it. Uh, they, they said football could keep the TV market because football doesn't have any um, social media presence like that. And that main reason because you can't see the players. That's why basketball is so popular is that I can see the guy emotion after the play. I can see him when he gets hurt. I can see his reaction to the referee. I can see all of that. Right. And football, like, everybody like got, ben got hurt again last night, and he walked limping off the court throwing the towel. That got a lot of – like you just said, it was on YouTube. Everybody wasn't worried about the Bulls winning the game. Seeing him get hurt, I said, wow. Yeah, just that one play is all you need, man. That, that brings in more money than a million views. So why do we care about who's watching Charles Barkley and Charles um, Shaq run to the wall anymore? You know what I'm saying? It's that right, who's, right. Who's watching that. You know, just to have anyone, the house of highlights on YouTube, millions of view every clip. You know, you see somebody do a crossover, and they do it in slow motion. And, and you know that that's what people, the kids want to see. That they don't care about the actual game. You know what I'm saying? It's sad mm-hmm. though. It's gonna it's the demise of basketball. Cause now, what you think about this kid Giddy? Uh. Josh Josh Giddy. <laughs> they cleared some of all charges. What I. What I heard now, the NBA is still invest. The NBA is investigating, but I thought it was interesting. Even when he was going to the police, he didn't get suspended or anything. They let him play. Nothing, nothing negative from Malika Andrews. Nothing. I, I, I don't watch. I don't watch ESPN Disney because it's not kind of like what you said, just said a few minutes ago. ESPN. ABC, that's not sports. It's it's basically like gossip. They don't talk about, about sports. They, they they can select and basically pick on people, talk shit about people. They're about to sell us ESPN. Guess to who? Who? And the the NFL. And, 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 get out of and here. And we got and we got thirty five more minutes. And uh, we got uh, the number here is 323-642-1586. Push number one if you want to join in on the conversation. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, NFL's put up same things, Bev. Well, the NFL's put in a bid, man. They, it's all, all back secret stuff. But 
This is what wow. the buzz is going around. It's the 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 market is ESPN. Um, what to do with Disney? How did how how would their stock look without ESPN part of their portfolio and all that stuff? The NFL sees the writing on the wall too. They why are we dealing with DirecTV and YouTube and all? When we could just have our own network. Have a streaming service, stream all the games ourselves. ESPN already got all that stuff in place. You know right. what I'm saying? So it's a, it's like the next move for the NFL because they see the NBA making all the money off of social media, and they can't get into that market because I don't see, I can't see Tom Brady's face when he throws a touchdown. You know what I'm saying? He got that stupid mask. On. I don't have the connection to him that I have to LeBron. When he dunks on someone and then he makes that nasty look and turns around, like, yeah, I right. just got him. Like, you you live for that. You know, I, I can't see Lamar Jackson's face after he, you know, makes someone miss a tackle, you know, and that's the difference. Wow. Well, here, the NFL, they, they filled the stadium up because this is the first time we in the playoff in 35 years. Yeah, and then oh, the yeah. University of Michigan, y'all just won the uh, college football yeah. championship. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And they looking to win yeah. the Super Bowl. Wow. Yeah, I don't. I think um, Detroit look good. I must say, I think um, I, I, the team I want to see win because my team sucks. I'm a Raider fan, but um, I want to see Lamar Jackson in the Baltimore get it. Just because I like the I like the young black quarterback, you know what I'm saying. I like to see the brother, and he don't right. he don't look like uh he not all clean cut and, and well spoken and stuff. He's still a brother, you know what I'm saying. He's not, you know, he's not saying? the Russell not Wilson type. <laughs> yeah, he ain't Russell Wilson. He's not um Patrick Mahomes type, you know. Right. He more, like he he don't talk much because he's not gonna be all that you know, smiley, laughing stuff. You know what I mean? He's going to keep it real. And I like that about the brother and the fact that everybody responds to him as the leader. I'm like, yo, he must be a good guy, man, because you know how hard it is to get everybody on a football team to follow your lead, you know? But, you know, so, yeah, I'm going for them. But, Bev, I I wouldn't mind to see Detroit. uh, And if they get to the Super Bowl, they need to let Barry Sanders get one run. They need to bring him back just for one run, man, so he can get in the Super Bowl ring. Man. But um, mm. yeah, check out Nashville, Derek, man. I mean, I'm talking about they building up Nashville like China builds a city up. Like it's it's all hands on deck. Got to be at least twenty five, thirty thousand workers building it right now. It's building a whole downtown from scratch. The football stadium's gonna be the centerpiece. Right. Well, the family doesn't have... know Nashville is Nashville is the capital of Tennessee. That's supposed to be also country mu- music central. It, yeah, they're going to build the second tallest building in the country. So the, it'll be next to the World Trade Center. It'll be the second buildest, tallest building in the country. And people are like, why do you need this in Mexico? But they, that's what their plan is, man. They want to bring tourism in. Well, they want to, mm-hmm. they want to, if they don't clean up, because now the crime is kind of bad up there too. So if they want to keep 
They're tourism-based. They need to clean up this crime. And something else I didn't know when I got down here. Now, the governor was trying to recruit a lot of state troopers and police officers from the different, like from the states and cities where they had the max, the vaccine mandates. And he was telling them, y'all come here, we'll pay you, and you ain't got to worry about no vaccine mandates because they short law enforcement officers here. That's for the state police and for the Memphis police and stuff like that. Well, the, well, you the know, crime is gonna yeah. the crime is gonna drop because that's what they did here. They put we got uh, all the stadiums downtown, and so uh, and the crime drops. So they gonna once they build it, they gonna make sure that the crime stops or drop mm-hmm. down low. Yeah, one thing I do know from firsthand experience that when they want to stop crime, they could just stop it overnight. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I saw I saw Giuliani do it firsthand. Went from nudie bars and, and peep shows on 42nd Street to Mickey Mouse and Dora the Explorer. Overnight, anybody doing anything, getting arrested. You know, fill the jails up. By the time they get out, the whole city done changed, and they got to conform to the new city. You know what I'm saying? Or they're going to put your ass back in jail, you know? they just it just going to take that time. And I think um, one of the things Trump is saying is he wants to indemnify the police. So regardless of what they do, they get away with it, which I don't agree with. So mm-hmm. any shooting, no, no investigation. If it happened, it was an accident, you know, it's, no, no, no one's getting in trouble, so they could. But what it will do is it'll make them start doing their job again. Because ever since the George Floyd thing, police don't even get out their cars in New York, bro. You, I mean, you got people that actually get on the train and light up a blunt. You know what I'm saying? On the train, full of people, kids going to school, don't care. Police will say, "Put it out," and that's it. No one getting arrested. No one right. getting told to get off the train. Like, what is what is going on? You got dope fiends just shooting up and falling asleep right on the train platform. And the police standing there watching them, heating up a needle. They ain't stopping them. It's like, yo, this is ridiculous, bro. So until they um, make the police able to get away with doing what they beating up niggas again, it's, this is how it's going to be. Because they're not going to risk their life and their career to try to stop crimes that we committing on each other. You yeah. Know what I mean, essentially, that's who you calling it. Black people doing something to black people. That's all really that's going to be going on. You know what I'm saying? So I, I got a friend down here. He works for the Department of Children and Family Services, and he ready to quit because he told me it's like the, it's mainly the kids that, like, you know, stealing the cars and carjacking, but – they're not being held accountable. They're not getting punished. You know, they might get arrested, but they let them right back out. And he said it's a continuous cycle. And as long as um that continues to happen, stuff is not going to change. But you know that's that's a that subject is a it's, it's you know it's more than it than that. But that that's that's the rabbit hole. But yeah, wow. Yeah, man. This isn't helping us letting everybody get away with this shit, man. Uh, one day I go to Burlington to get a um, sweatsuit 
for my wife's mother, who was she was in the hospital and we wanted to get her something warm to put on. And um, we go in there and we see these two people come in Burlington and they go right to the suitcase section, grab two suitcases and start putting shit in the suitcase. Like, you know, wow. talking to you, know, try it on, went to the fitting room, try stuff on, yeah, this fit, put it in the suitcase and walk right out the store. And I said, yo, why are we buying shit? Why we should just walk out with them? Yeah. It's crazy. You know, but that's how it is. Seven Eleven by my job, and I live. I work a block away from the World Trade Center. The Seven Eleven right there. The homeless people in there the whole whole morning, yo, know, filling up coffee. You know, they, and the people got to sit there and serve them, knowing they're not gonna pay for nothing they get. Yo, you got more cups. I need some more sugar. You know, and they got to bring them over a couple packets. I gave you sugar already. Just get out of here. You know, they're trying to argue with the people, but they can't touch them. But if they touch them, the homeless people know that they can sue them for, for being harassed or whatever. Right, so the police right. Come, the police come and they can't touch them either. The police just put their gloves on. And they say, listen, put their hands up. Just go. Just leave the store. And that's it. Like, yo, y'all, they stealing it. All the bananas, all, you know, Pocket full of Snicker bars, they don't care. It's like, God, like I'm going out of business. I can't stay in business like that. Everything you get at the Seven Eleven, you gotta ask for, and somebody come get it from the back, man. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's ridiculous, man. That that's why a lot of the now all the WalMarts in Chicago didn't close up. It was a majority of them. But what was interesting, I had been telling people, um, for what it was worth, it was a lot of grocery stores in Chicago. And so when they put the Walmarts there, it really didn't do anything, you know. And the Walmarts, they did build up there. They were all not necessarily actual Walmart superstores. They were actually Walmart grocery stores, you know. And um, and when they closed them down, people a lot of people a lot of them got upset, whatever. But it was like then there was a lot of people who didn't want want them over in the neighborhood from the get-go because they say, like, it's going to attract a certain crowd and and it's going to start making the neighborhood look bad, and that's exactly what it did. So, We're not allowed but, to have Walmarts in New York. Oh, New wow. York. Yeah, because they don't have a union. And, you know, if you don't have a union, you can't operate any businesses here. So they, you know, unless you got a private company, like a small company. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they, they, Target has a union. So Target could operate, Costco's could operate, BJ's could operate, Home Depot, all of them could operate, but Walmart refuses to have a union. So they won't let them um, start a business in New York City. They could go to the county up, like Westchester County, Yonkers, all up there. They got Walmart. They could go to Long right. Island which is right outside of Queens. They could go to all over, like most people here, we just go to Jersey, but right over to George Washington, it's a Walmart right there in Hackensack. But other than that, it's none in the five barrels. They can't have them. And Amazon, uh, they had the unionized here because the people went, you know, uh, Ignacio Cortez and all of them came down and right. had these big rallies and the workers walked off the job and 
they had to let them have some type of union rights. Yeah. Because I know before I had left Chicago, they was starting to build a lot of little Amazon grocery stores up in there. Now, it's Walmart. Like I said, it's Walmart. It's not a whole lot of them, but it's a few up here. But they're more more or less out in the uh, out in the suburbs, you know. Now, now, you had mentioned Target. Now, what was interesting, while they had that little issue with Target, with them selling all that um, – the, pedo, the pedophile stuff, the clothes, and LGBTQ mm-hmm. stuff, a lot of people down here wasn't fucking with talking. They were like, no, fuck that. You selling all that, you know, that 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 um hot pocket bullshit. Mm-hmm. We, we're not going up in there. And a lot of people didn't down here. And we don't have no choice because there's no Walmart. Kmart is gone. So it's... Right. it's <laughs> Target enough. Yeah, that used to be my mom's favorite store, too, was Kmart. You came on. I remember Bradley's, Caldors. You had so mm-hmm. many of them, and Walmart put all yeah, of them out. Yeah, we had their ventures. So see, we, they closed the last year's um, two, the Friday. The last year's in New York City. They closed it this today, this Friday. They closed today. Wow. Yep, that's the last year's in all of the, the um, state of New York. They closed it. So it ain't even Sears no more. Home Depot don't put them out of business. You know, yeah. they got they sell all that stuff. So it's it's a wrap for those stores. But now, uh, like Target here, like in East Harlem, which they also call Spanish Harlem, they got a um Target over there, they had a Target. They start they were stealing so bad and that was just the mall I was at in the Burlington where the people walked in with the suitcases, they closed the Target down. Now, the Target that I go to, which is right here, you know, right next to Yankee Stadium in the Bronx, right here, I just walk over the bridge to this Target. Everything is behind a case. I got to push a button and wait for somebody to open the case to get yeah. toothpaste, laundry detergent, deodorant, soaps, uh, lotions, all that stuff mm-hmm. is behind the case. You can't get nothing. You standing there waiting. That's how it was in Chicago with a lot of the Walgreens. You had to you had to go get one of the mattresses or somebody for key to come in there and, and and get it. But if you go out in the suburbs and stuff, that wasn't no problem. Yeah, because they not stealing. Like I was in Target one day, and I'm I'm at I'm getting the older man. I'm looking see which one's on sale. And me, I'm a price. I, I refuse to buy nothing that's not on sale, man. I, I got to feel like I'm getting scared. <laughs> so I'll sit there and walk over to the scanner and keep scanning stuff till I see. So I, I'm standing there um, looking at the deodorant, and I see all these young boys with masks on, book bags, all black, and they just grab all the deodorants. I had to grab one before he took them all, and he just put it in his backpack, you know, and, uh, you know, wow. some went to one section, so you start seeing security running around trying to look for them. And by the time they all gathered up, they took the mask off. They took the jackets off, which were black, which was really just plastic. And they just dropped it and walked out like they was there the whole time. So you didn't know if they were shoppers or if they were the kids, you know what I'm saying? And um, they, they got that off. The next time I went, everything was behind a glass case. I said, oh, God said, this keeps happening. They just come in and grab everything. And these was all little African kids. Mm-hmm. 
it's going to get to a point. It's going to get to a point where if that keeps happening, a lot of these stores in major cities, like I said, they already closed them down. You even going to go out, have to start going out in the suburbs, and you have to start ordering your stuff online. That's the point. That's what they want you to do. Because um, remember, COVID, they they just the getting ready to say that. Yep. Yep. Yeah, they <laughs> they had more online transactions than they had actual um paper transactions, you know, made in store. So right, they said, like just like work, we don't need to have them come to that office because we still in business. They didn't lose any money during COVID delivering the stuff. And when I go to Target, I see people in there. They got their little um shiny jackets on. And they're shopping for somebody. You know what I'm saying? They, they yeah, that's just like this the same thing in Whole Foods. Exactly. And they, that's how they people are just shopping that way. Pay the delivery fee. You know, I maybe I'm maybe I'm too old school. I need and to they take food thing. stamp card. <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly. Yep. EBT. Yep. They take all that stuff. Now with Bed Bath and Beyond. They had, um, they were closing up, like right when I got here, and then a lot of people thought, no, they're completely gone. No, they're still open, but everything's online now with them. So it was basically like they closed all the brick and mortar stores, and it's just like what you said. Now you order online and have stuff delivered to you now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, e-commerce. Yeah, that's. That's the future. That's the way it's going to go. Everything has to be made to an electrical transaction. Everything you do online is electricity. Man. You got to charge that battery on your phone or your laptop to order the stuff in the first place. So that's right what they want, man. Everything's going electric. And that's how come Amazon is, is going to have the drones and the robots so you can get your stuff in an hour. Yeah, yep. Yeah, you gotta think, man. Amazon pays a lot of money to get stuff delivered to you in two days. You know, like cheap stuff. Like sometimes I order something small, and it comes in a big ass box. Like, why are you giving this big box for this little thing here? But you know that that's because when you I worked in Melbourne, so you get charged for the weight of the product and the size of the product. So it's best to put something that's small and something small because the price changes. So they, they don't even mm. care. So I could imagine how much they pay a year in delivery. If they could get drones and robots to do that and eliminate some of those prices, man, they'll be making them more money. So that's definitely their plan. Now you can go get a doctor through Amazon. You can have, get your prescriptions. Yeah. They're doing everything now. Everything. Let me uh, mm-hmm. open this other line up. Uh, is this um, Kwame? 706-202. Peace, is Kwame. Your mute? Is your mute on? Yeah, it was on. I, I had the phone is on mm-hmm. charge. I had the headset on. Forgot it was on. Okay. But hotel and better love. And oh, what's up, Derek? Ain't heard him in a long time. But what I was trying to find out, and I think I sent it to you about what's going on with the the stock market and the Magnificent Seven. 
Apple, Mike, all of them went the stock market just skyrocket today because of their profits. You seen anything on that? Tuckmost. Y'all hear? Tuckmost. What happened, he dropped? Um, I'll answer the bathroom real quick, man. I heard you. Oh, I'll answer oh, the bathroom oh, real quick. Oh, okay. Oh, um, okay. So, <laughs> yeah, the tech stocks blew up today, man. This is all behind on some of this, these advancements to artificial intelligence that they all invested in. And, I mean, you kind of see where it's going. Whoever leads in that market, that's the big money. And they all met a benchmark that showed that they're on pace to implement it in a, the time, a timely fashion. So the um, investors, you know, wanted to double down on their investments. Yeah. All right. Axion, they got a, they're mapping the human brain and they're talking about the technology that that they're not going to be able to map the brain with the with the amount of computers and amount of neural nets that's in the human brain. They're saying that they've spent, I think, $6 billion already attempting to map, map it out because every nerve, what they're doing is nerves and synapses and all of it, trying to, trying to see how the brain works. And it's, it, it's more than what they can do. And that's what I was I was looking at that the other day. And the thing too what they're doing is connected to me. That's another one that's working with the uh a lot of it is working with the brain. They're trying to map the human brain as much as they can to see how we think and where certain feelings and emotions are in the brain in order to see how to focus these frequencies that they need to to do what they're going to do as far as behavior control with technology. And that's what I was wondering yeah. about those patches that they are that they have out here now too. That has something yep. to do with that. Yeah, that patches the key's going to be Go ahead. The key the key's going to be um the the one that Elon Musk is making, the normal one. Because he already said it's impossible to map the brains too much. But the only way you can get into the you gotta get in the brain. So he wanted that's why his design is to go right into the person's brain. I don't gotta map it now. I'm in your brain. So you gotta map it for me, you know? So that's his his technology, that's why his is so far ahead of everybody else's because he understood that what they're doing is just a futile attempt to collect a lot of data that probably has the value, but that's not the way you're going to be able to map the brain out. you got to be in the brain. Yeah, but this is what they're, they're, they're looking at with the MRIs and the, and the way the magnetic scans that they're doing on it. The thing that they're finding out that for uh, a strand that's that's the size of a hair in the human brain, it takes almost a, a, a million terabytes to hold the information that's inside of that strand of, of, of brain matter. 
This is what they're discovering because the human, because we only use a tenth of it, and they're talking about mapping the whole human brain. And so you talking about, you know, the the cellular level, then going down to the, the synapses and then looking at the fibers and the connections of the, the nerves that runs through the brain. So they've got a challenge to, to think that they can take computers, you know, the, even the quantum computers, the information for the brain. But the other part that I wanted to look at, too, because we're going over there in March, back to the, to the crystal mines, is that they're taking the crystal, the clear quartz crystals, and melting to make the fiber optics. The fiber optics systems that they're, they're, they're dropping cables to all of these countries, this is what they're doing is this is what crystals now are being harvested for because they're seeing that when they do that, glass is, is good, but crystals is even better because it has a higher, they can run more data through a, a, a one fiber of crystal than they do one fiber of glass. Hmm. And in the brain made up of the magnetite. Yeah, the brain has what they call magnetites, and magnetite, mm-hmm. and then they have tiny nanoparticles of crystals in the human brain. The crystal body, the human body has crystals aligned in it, and so this is how our energy and this this whole thing of frequencies is really a thing where these EMFs and these low frequencies are affecting the brain and the human. And, you know, we remember Chernobyl and not, uh, uh, what was the, the Japanese reactor that, that uh, right. melted down? Those two reactors that they discovered that, having cameras and going in there to see after years of it being shut down and trying to see what's going on, they found out that the only thing that's growing in those reactors is black mold. And they're saying that the black mold formulates its melanin crystals, eats the radiation to make itself grow, to, to, to make, to produce itself. Black mold mm. and melanin. Mm. Anything that's color cool, definitely right? got melanin. Wow. Right. And isn't black mold that, that's that, deadly, right? Like they they, they call yeah, it. Yeah, it's deadly to it is is deadly to to extent to humans in a way, but it will eat up that type of radiation and it will eat up particles of stuff because when you get more black mold on the house, it starts eating away the, the wood and all of that. So what it does, it can, it can eat up or it can purify something to where it's going to clean all that radiation out. And what they're now trying to see is how can they harvest its ability using the melanin crystal uh, formation that they, they looking at it, how it makes itself. Sounds like it can cure cancer, if I if, if I'm saying that right. Like well, it can reverse effects of the body of the radiation is, is is what you're saying, right? But what you what they've got now they've got cure they've got different uh, 
things in which they found in nature that okay. can that that attacks cancer, and so they don't. You know, cancer is a, is a billion dollar. Some place they say now nah, it's a trillion dollar business yeah. because of all the funding and everything that they're doing the research. They find it, but they they market it, and then what they market is so high that people, the wealthiest, the ones that can afford the treatments to do away with cancer or to treat their bodies for cancer. The the average person can't afford the tech. I mean, the 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 pharmaceuticals that they found for treating, you know, cancer. So it's it's. Just like with with the pharmaceutical company and the medical company, they hand in hand. One says, okay, because I think this year the pharmaceuticals, they're saying that the pharmaceutical industry raised the prices on most medicines that that average people, insulin and all of these things that people have to have, the prices are skyrocketing. So what about the insurance companies? That's what I'm saying. The insurance companies is looking at do they want to pay this or do they, if you can afford their insurance to cover that, yeah, you go have that, that. But most rich people don't deal with insurance. They got they already got programming monies to back up what they need for their treatment as far as right. medication. It's the, the, under, the, the middle class and the poor people trying to get insurance that the insurance companies say yay or nay if we'll pay this or won't pay this. Right. This is where we, Just because you have insurance doesn't mean they're going to cover they're going to cover your ailments right. and stuff. Right. Because certain treatments they don't cover, and especially naturopathic treatments they don't they don't invest in. What people are trying to switch over to, but they ain't got no insurance. And so this is where the universal health care is kicking in. Yeah, I went and to you the, know the dentist. Big... I went to the dentist this week and um get my teeth clean and the guy was like, Oh, you got fillings. He it says it's called holistic dentist. So he says, Oh, we're a holistic dentist. So what we want to do is take those fillings out and fill them with something more holistic because that's mercury and all this stuff. Ooh. Oh yeah. <laughs> Does that cover? So I was like, that's covered by my insurance? He's like, no. I said, then don't even mention it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I wow. For that shit. So either way, I, a lot of that natural stuff isn't covered by insurance. They only cover the hardcore pharmaceutical stuff. And, and that's the thing about the dentist industry, because when everybody was masking up, the dentist industry was telling them, you're causing major gum gum and teeth problems to people wearing those masks. People so still wear masks look- down here now. And and it looked like that, that should be a good business to go into uh, someone opening up or starting insurance for holistic. Yeah, but the, the, the backing and the money of it. But the other thing when they were talk when y'all were talking about the banks like Chase and and uh mm-hmm. JP Morgan and mm-hmm. Bank of America, the thing what I'm seeing is and, and the overdraft. My credit I'm in three different credit unions and my credit mm-hmm. union will cover the overdraft but they tell you you only allowed a hundred overdrafts per year. 
Oh wow! And if you go, if you go over a hundred overdrafts, they can shut your checking account. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So you Crazy, can you man. can get that like like I'm saying because I mean your bill your 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 car notes due at a certain time and and your check don't fall in and you got an automatic withdrawal they'll pay it and charge you that thirty five dollars which I I'd be glad because when you got a, a bill that's two three hundred dollars you're only gonna pay thirty five dollars and then you you know you can pay that put that money go back in when when you get paid. But that's the yeah. thing that they monopolize on it. And then the other part that I found out, a lot of the companies won't tell you that you set up an automatic withdrawal. They can change the dates to say that they know that you get paid on this date. They'll specifically do that because I had my insurance company did it and I had my car insurance. And what they did was is I put my uh, – insurance on my cash app card because I don't want them to use, use my debit card number. So I just put the, the money to cover the insurance on, on the cash app card. They went in both of them. So they wow. took out for, for, for this one, they took out one out of my old a debit card and then one out of the, 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 the amount off the cash app card. So I wind up having to call them and saying, y'all, and then it just caused the ripple effect because all that that was supposed to have been covered with the other money for that they took out for the insurance twice winds up being you got overdrafts because all the other uh, automatic payments came out. Right. See, that's why for most of my stuff, I don't do the automatic payments no more. I do it myself manually. Yep. Cause they'll they'll yeah. man they'll jack they'll jack you up with that stuff. Yeah, and the yeah, only, only, only thing I do automatic is my cell phone. That's the only thing. Mm-hmm. Cause they're gonna send me a text saying we're taking your bill tomorrow, so I already know they're taking it. Like I could, like I don't trust nobody. Like the cable car, nobody else. Nah, I, I'll just call y'all and say, you know, do but, you want to continue the call? No. But you you know it's interesting you said that because like with, I got Xfinity for my cell phone uh, company. Now I don't know if the rest of them do this, but like in order for you for to get a discount on your bill, they want you to do the automatic draft. If you don't do the automatic draft, you be actually be paying more. Right. Now, yeah, I, I don't know if the rest of them do that, but Xfinity that, yeah. is like because I got five lines, I only pay a hundred dollars a month. Well, I, I'm oh, wow. 25 okay. now because I made them all unlimited. So they charged me an extra $25. You got a family plan. Okay. Yeah, and it doesn't exist anymore. But being that I had it all that time, they said they can't take me off of it. So okay, they, they grandfathered you in. Gotcha. I'm grandfathered in. So I said, don't take me or leave it right where it is. Where else can I get five lines for $125 a month? You know what I'm saying? No and, <laughs> Right, right. Yeah. So I so I just do it this way, man. So but um oh. before I was I was only getting like five five whatever of data per month and that would go so fast, you know, so I just had to pay the extra twenty five dollars for the everybody to get unlimited. My kids was complaining, my friends are laughing at me because my phone doesn't have unlimited. So I had to I had to, you know, rectify that. But um this mm-hmm. is cricket. 
cricket service, and it's, I don't got no problems with it, man. None at all. The only problems I had, because what I used to do, right, I used to buy the cell phone from, I used to buy my cell phones from Malaysia. Because Malaysia's okay. cell phones work in the United States, unlocked. And the Malaysian cell phone be the same one, like Samsung S, whatever number they on. They just got mm-hmm. another another name for it in, in Malaysia. So as long as you can find out that name, you can get the same exact phone everybody paying $1,000 for for $300, right? But it'll come, and like I said, one of the channels they, that's in Malaysia works in the United States, but just one of them. So once that channel gets clogged, your phone calls will keep dropping, you know what I mean? So I don't know, like, either way, the way it works now, I just I just get the phones from the U.S. now because I don't want my calls to keep dropping. But anyone who has AT&T, which is cricket, if you got real AT&T, like not the knockoff AT&T cricket, you, you, your phone should work perfectly. If you get it from Malaysia, you can, even an iPhone from Malaysia costs half the price it costs here. Yeah. But what the thing I found out now, when you go out of state, like, it used to be when you had it only covered a certain area that they had right. that they covered. If you went to went out to California, your phone wouldn't work. So these yeah, they, are things that Bill I Clinton, Bill Clinton passed the law that stopped that from happening. That no, was back okay. with the old phones. Yeah, that yeah. whatever however it works now, they all got to share. The towers. There's no no one. Uh, whether, whether you built it or not, you gotta share it. So it's, it's you know deregulated it or regulated the tower industry. So and that's around the time all the phone companies started consult like Singular and it was a bunch of companies that just started merging. That was all part yeah. of that. That it broke up like, the uh, monopoly. Next, Nextel and all these other phone companies that were. That were that had decent phones, you know, but they all had to merge together to be in compliance with that law. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Did you see, but like the in the phone, thing, y'all the, talk. the airline industry, they doing the same thing. They they're about to totally crash the airline industry. You see the door flying off the plane now. The comp- <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Yup, yup. <laughs> Put whoever on the board, right? Who was that? The CEO from United Airlines dancing in drag. I was like, get the, get out of here. Unbelievable, bro. But uh, they, I like, said, you saw, like, it, right now it's only, you got Delta, you got American, you got United, and you got Southwest. Those are your four major airlines, right? And they're saying they only want four. They want all the rest of them to go away. So cricket, I mean not cricket, Spirit and JetBlue, which are mid-sized airlines, they trying to merge to become a giant one, and they just blocked it. So I said, oh, they're doing this on purpose, man. They want to crash that. Yeah. But I sent you when y'all, uh, what's his name, in, in, in Colorado when he was talking about the Mississippi and he was talking Flood. about 1920, the floods of Mississippi. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The floods of the 2018, 2018 flood was greater than the one that he was talking about. 
But the thing that you we had, because I sent it to you, there's a listing from the 1500s all the way up to 2018 of the different, the magnitude of floods that happened that the Mississippi had done. And then you talked about the earthquake, the, uh, the Madrid fault. When that happened in the 1800s, it, from, from Pilot Mountain, the Native Americans say they went up on Pilot Mountain, did a ceremony and whatever, and made the earthquake. But that's the only time the Mississippi ran in reverse when that earthquake happened. Yeah, it went up the other way. Yeah, yeah it, that it, it, it reversed that all, all the way in New York. Yeah, it, it started from from Arkansas down right around Arkansas, Missouri, because that's where the fault is. And then it, it rippled all the way back to 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 South Carolina, North South Carolina, New York, and the Mississippi River. Instead of it going down to to New Orleans, it ran back up into to Minnesota. Oh wow! Now what That's I try to say is, how could you have this earthquake and a war happening at the same time, and none of the writings about the war mention the earthquake? Eliminate they they what they write selective selective uh, education. <laughs> Because the mm-hmm. thing that they have said about that one is that if that fault ever does the same thing again and they're looking for it to do it, St. Louis, Chicago, Indianapolis, all of that's going to be dang near destroyed because the magnitude that mm-hmm. it did to, to make it felt all the way back over to New York and that and South Carolina and North Carolina, it would mess up those cities. So you yeah, talking about line. Interstate 55, 74, 65, all, all that, all that, it would be gone. Right, right. Four, it it mess up 40, 30, 55, 57. Yeah. If it went 94. South, it, it, yeah. Because, it you know, 94, that, and Bev, 94, you got, you got Detroit, you got Chicago, yeah. You got Milwaukee, Minnesota, all all through there. Yeah, Indiana too. Yeah. Yeah. Four line 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 under the Hudson nine, River goes right across March twenty fifth. Say that again. I said that same fault line that goes under through New Jersey under the Hudson River and goes right up one hundred twenty fifth Street. Wow, the train, mm. the the Bro- the Broadway train, that's the only train in Manhattan that has to go out of, that has to go out of um from underground because they, they can't run through the fault line, right? One hundred twenty fifth Street, it goes out above the ground, you know, and all you see is all the projects, and then it goes right back underground, right, like the next stop, because we can't go through that fault line. Right. I got somebody. I have somebody else that got their hand want to come to the table. Hold on. Uh, 740963. Greetings, family. How you doing, Sister Beth? Greetings. Great, great, great. Just adding a little bit. Yeah, just adding a little bit more to the the conversation. Uh, we, We got those rivers in there, too. Ohio River. Got those, uh, Great Lakes up there, 
You know, if, you, if yeah. y'all talking about all this stuff flooding and backing up, man, that'd be pretty bad for a large piece of the populations up in them them areas. Throughout 1936, all Ohio flooded. 1936. Right. right. It's looking like a pretty. It's looking pretty bad with everything that's went on, everything we talked about up till now. You know, this it, it, from my perspective. You know, it's it's like this place is a, is a wasteland when you come to think about it. You know, all, all the water contaminations, um, all the lawsuits that have been brought against DOD because pretty much every military installation that falls under their purview, uh, some sort of training exercise has contaminated the water based on, you know, uh, foam retardant materials that they use for firefighting with air bases and naval bases and stuff like that. I mean, it's just, it's not looking too good, you know, as far as perspective, having resources and being able to grow food. We have all these, you know, risks that we have to mitigate. Although technology will allow us to pull moisture from the air, you know, in large quantities and filter it out. So we can have drinking water and potable water, water to grow foods, you know, feed uh, livestock so they don't become contaminated and things of that nature. So there are some good things, but it, it would take a lot of organization, you know, a lot of co- collective bargaining amongst our people <clears throat> to really guide to really guide uh, things in a way that, that's going to be beneficial to us and our people and our families. So, you know. It's interesting you mentioned the water situation. I didn't talk about this earlier, but like when they had the little uh, the little cold snap down here, they wanted people to limit the use of the water, and wow. that was part of the reason why um, before the storm out here a couple of weeks ago, um, you go to the grocery stores, all the water was gone. You couldn't find water nowhere down here. And then they talked around and was saying that they wanted people to use less water because, you know, the the water, the pipes and stuff was freezing up down here because of, because of the little, you know, the cold weather snap. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, the, uh, the, the Tesla Gigafactory in Berlin, right? They got a factory in Berlin, and um, the German car company have been funding all these activist groups to try to get them shut down since they since they were building it, right? So the they want to expand he wants to expand the plant and they came up with a clever way to say you can't use any more of our water in your plant, right? Cuz he he built the plant on the river so they can use the water. They need the water for certain parts. So what he's doing is he's building I wanted you to look this up, Jeff. Uh, um, it's almost the size of like a football stadium. And it's going to take the hydrogen out of the air. And then once it hits the with the oxygen, it becomes water. And this is going to collect all the water. So he's going to create his own water for his own cars, you know what I'm saying, to, to whatever parts they need the water for. He could do it without going through Germans water system and they can't do anything about it you know what i'm saying but this is like some revolutionary technology 
that everyone's going to use if it works. Yeah. Well, what about the that guy? What about the guy that created the water out the air? He was here in Flint. That, that um, yeah. Army retired. Yeah, that, that's how you do it. W G. You got to have technology. So when I was doing my systems administration for DOD, uh, we had huge server rooms that had these chillers in them and the chillers basically pulled the moisture out of the air every four hours man we'd have to go in these rooms and empty these big old buckets of water so being around that environment with dod military colonel west just basically took that technology and and he's able to scale it out and he he's putting his technologies into those big 40 foot long containers and he can scale it down to just like a little home size unit. Um, I called the factory because uh, um, I was doing some research. You know, one of my programs that I want to put together was, you know, through the churches, put one of these machines in and and just vend out water. And then I found out that uh, through one of the Biden systems that every home in America can apply for a grant to get one of these damn machines, no matter what company you get it from. But, you know, just one thing led to another when it came to researching that whole Flint thing when it went down. You know, I started doing some research on that company. I think it's called AWG. You know, it's like a two-company operation. But, yeah, they they pretty much – it was him and another company in Israel were the only two companies in the world producing these machines at that scale, at that level you know, for industrial type uh, purposes. So um, it was just fascinating to, 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 to find out about the technology and to see where they're, you know, where they're pushing it these days. Like I said, I, you know, I, I found out about certain programs that, that we can apply for, you know, as taxpayers or not taxpayers. You know, some people get a little bit weird about filing for taxes. But anyways, if you do some research, the, the government uh, – they're providing grants and you know all these different things that will help people um they're really providing the 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 essential necessities to to the lives of americans so i'll just leave it i'll just put it like that and you know just kind of leave it alone but yeah fascinating technology wonderful company that brother and his his team of people they're doing some some wonderful things for not just the households but for agricultural purposes um Real quick, one of the farmers, veteran farmers, got uh, uh, started a little agri- uh, a meat farm in uh, his uh, small hometown. Come to find out that the water that they were using to uh, feed the livestock was contaminated with PFAS uh, chemicals, those forever chemicals. Um, put him out of Now, the thing is, is he's a veteran, Gil, and, you know, who's doing the soil samples? Who's testing the water? Who's signing off on all that stuff? You know what I mean? So, you know, not to say that anyone's doing anything bad, but, man, that's a lot of money that, that, you know, you don't really – that's a lot of money that just got wasted. You know, now him and his family, they they have to deal with lawsuits because they don't know how to really, you know. They ain't got nobody to help. You ever heard of the Amish? Yeah, there there are a lot of them in, in, here in Ohio. 
Oh, okay. All right, Chris. Oh, uh, now, um, the Amish, they have like some program. This was like, do your, it was free. The, where you could get them to send you a dehumidifier um, they, that they made themselves. But however, it works sort of like what you were saying. So you, you put it in a room and um, it, it takes all the moisture out the air. And at the same time, it's blowing the cold air. So now you're feeling the air without the moisture, which is a lot cooler. So it takes a area. It doesn't work like an air conditioner, but it works much better than a fan. You know what I'm saying? Because it's taking the moisture out the air because humidity is really why you're hot. You know, gotcha. um, and, and on the northeast at least, you know, like in the summertime, you, it takes the humidity out the air. So now your your skin is feeling the wind better, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's not a barrier of moisture that's there. So um, the Amish, actually, it's all part of the tax. You, all you had to do was show you paid your taxes or whatever, and they'll send you this free thing. I guess they get paid by the government on some type of grant or whatever to do it. Right. And think about this, too. Moisture uh, in a in a computer environment, especially servers, the last thing you want is static electricity, like a lightning strike or EMP pulse to come through there. So they put these chillers in there to reduce the moisture. You know, like I said, it, you know, that was the whole thing behind that. So pretty expensive operation where you're just dumping water down the drain. But, you know, like I said, when somebody can take that water, filter it, run it through some UV light, and, you know, come out with potable drinking water, that's, that's flipping genius. <laughs> you know? mm-hmm. so, it's pretty cool. Now, what you just said, I'm sorry, Bev, I, um, but we got these um, coffee machines at my job, right? And as facilities, my job to service the stupid machine. But either way, like um, how it filters the water, it doesn't have a filter attached to it. The water goes into the machine and it into a, into a, a tray, and the tray has a UV light in the middle of it, and the UV light goes through this, you know, as the water's sitting there, the UV light is on, and it kills all the contaminants in the water. So the water comes out filtered, you know, that makes the coffee. So it's kind of what you were just saying. Yeah. You know, metals and solids, those take a different type of filtration to get that stuff out of the water, you know. But when it comes to the UV light, That'll kill all the germs and viruses and nematodes and, you know, shit that'll crawl up in your brain and kill your ass, but it won't get rid of the solids. So, you know, but they so have filters that to, will, though. So we need to get UV, put UV lights in our houses. That'll help, too. Well, it depends, Sister Bev. If you're trying to reach that level, a filtration where you're killing off all the bacteria in the water, then yes. But if you don't have a bacteria concern, you know, then no. <laughs> so, you know. Okay. Is, is that like, the, what about the black lights? Would they, they was talking about the black lights. I'm not sure about black lights, Sister Bev. Oh, I don't okay. think that generates enough illumination to do much of anything. Okay. All righty. 
Well, if if, if there's nothing else that uh, we want to put on the table, we are over time. And thanks to everybody for participating in L.A. Thank you, brother. And I'll um, call you tomorrow to figure out Twitter. And also, I want to thank everyone uh, that's sitting at the table, that's listening, and uh, join us again next week. We'll be back to continue the round mile table. Thanks, everyone. Better love. Better love, everyone. Better love.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.